The following podcast features the finest of cuss words being performed by true radio and podcast professionals. We insist that no one attempt to say shit, fuck, damn, penis, cock, balls, booty hole, or cock sucker in any of the ways you are about to hear. You simply will not be able to perform these fine words with the same level of artistic finesse that we do, or at least sound without sounding like a complete asshole. You've been warned, so let's get it. All aboard! <laughs> How are you? And welcome back to the Two Podcast. I'm your brost, James Johnson, alongside my fellow brost, Pinky. You can call me Nighthawk. Nighthawk. You could have called me Dragon. <laughs> um, fucking Rabes and uh, Nathaniel, of course. We've kind of taken a two-week sabbatical, and I want to explain, okay? So the reason for that is because last week was wrestling. And we had full intentions weekend of... Weekend of the year, boy. Weekend of the year, right? It's our Super Bowl weekend, really. Luck. You pull a Randall. You did, and I want to talk about that if, you, if you're if you okay with that over there. Uh, you got two Adjacent for me. So last week was the NCAAs for wrestling. We tried to record a podcast, uh, just me, Randy, and Nate, during uh, the mid-break of... <laughs> we were in a mental fucking yeah, bad state. Of Saturday. <laughs> so last week was the finals for the NCAAs. But Saturday, it starts with placing rounds, and then the, the finals are at 7. So me and Randy came down here to the, the <laughs> studio podcast, fucking whatever you want to call it. We showed up here by 10 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we came down here, and Rabes wasn't home because Rabes got... Herpes. Herpes. Yep. He had to go to the hospital. The gift that keeps on giving. Yep. But he's back now, so he's good. But it was just me, Randy, here for a little while. Then Nate shows up. But we were fucking on the moon, hammered oh. by, by like fucking 2 o'clock. We tried to record a podcast and just didn't get it done. It's a long explanation to say we got too fucked up last weekend to do a podcast, and that's why we didn't do it. Well, we were trying to wait for Rabes, but they were like holding him hostage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so we didn't know when he was going to get back. So we were pushing it off as far as we could. And then we pushed it off too far because we mentally uh, we weren't there anymore. left the universe. and Yeah. And then it got to the point where we were actually watching wrestling and Raves got home and none of us were just in the mindset to record a pod. No. Yeah, you guys were you guys were to the moon for sure. Yeah, we were watching Jackass when you came home. You were sleeping rather than normal like <laughs> like festive attacking each other type. It's NCAA a total action. yeah total opposite of last year because I remember last year we recorded a podcast on the NCAA night and Randy and Fuller came down fucking blitzed. <laughs> Yeah. Boys were ready to go. That's next year. That's the plan. No moon trips on the wrestling. Not until yeah, I agree. We'll just keep it at that. <sighs> so I love, I love how every time we watch Jackass, though, it just never gets old. Oh, that shit's great. It's fucking great. It gets funnier every time I watch it. It's like a fine wine, you know. It just ages really well. Fucking boobies, man. I wouldn't know. I haven't had fine wine. 
Me neither. But I, I heard you have to keep it warm. You did get that fruit basket for Jenny, though. That's some top shelf shit. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. top shelf shit, bud. What was it? Uh, Red Cat and what else? It was no. It was um. I don't know. It had the turkey on it. Had the, like I don't know. You had two big bottles too. Yeah, I give her. The, I, I try to Jen up. She saves us a lot of hassle. She saved yeah. us last night. I swear, every time she picks me up, she just looks at me in disgust. <laughs> Like your own mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she always goes, you guys are fucking idiots. And then we get in the car, and then she's fine, and she takes us to 7-Eleven. She always asks, too. Do you, guys, do you guys need to stop at 7-Eleven before I take you there? Watches us get our fucking 12 fucking snacks like we're... <laughs> like, like, if I take Grace to 7-Eleven, she grabs, like, eight things, and I'm like, dude, two things, you know? <laughs> but that's what I got to do to myself after the shamrock, because I'm like, holy what time? What time was last night go to? Oh, we yeah. We were there until le- no, dude. We I left at eleven. I left at like nine, nine fifteen. Yeah, we were doing car bombs. Um, we did a holy water. What someone told me is like eight shots. It's very, very good. Well, how'd you feel this morning? It used to be. Oh, I fucking fell back asleep after my alarm. Yep. Uh, there's a. There's, but at least Nate woke me up. Yep. Scrangel uh, unplugged my phone from the wall to plug hers in. Because well, you know she's gonna go home and go to sleep anyways. Be a big boy. Bring your charger. No, yeah. there's just definitive evolution of Thursday nights. Yeah, I for sure. <laughs> yeah, it used to be like you had about a two and a half to three hour window, maybe like seven to nine thirty ish, right? Yeah. Now you guys are there before six o'clock and staying <laughs> till eleven, so it's just a full on fucking binge. Go on. Let let me hit you with some knowledge, okay? Do not. So back in the day, like OG days for Shamrock, for at least me, okay, it was. Wrestling practice would end. Now, I wasn't a high schooler. I'm just saying after when I was in 21 and above. We'd go right over there. So, wrestling practice ends at 5. Me and Randy would immediately leave wrestling practice and get there like 5.15. That was like the ritual for the longest time. Then, Randy uh, started working way many, way more many hours. And so, we got pushed off to like 6.30. But now, Randy's been getting home early. So we've been fucking going at like five, five thirty again. I know. Um, it's great getting there early, you know. Then you can leave earlier or just drink for six hours. See, that's <laughs> that's there's my... never any leaving early. There's yeah, never... once in a while I leave. I leave her. What two weeks ago we left early? We left at like nine thirty. It all depends on the mental mind state. That yeah. Night. I remember true. when I used to be we come home from work and I used to wrench until about eight o'clock and then I would go down there. Yeah. You've always been a little bit of a later bird on, on the Thursday nights. Hey, you, didn't, you didn't get there till like 8 yesterday. I just don't know how me and Rabes used to do the old man uh, shit where we'd sit there till fucking 3.30 in the morning somehow. Because <laughs> now I think about that, I'm like, fuck that. You know? I don't think I have that longevity in me, you know. I, I think did for a very short period of time in my life. I couldn't do it anymore. I think it's just getting to summertime and we're like... Fuck it. Rabes would see my name pop up on his phone. He'd be like, fuck. Not good that he's sleeping tonight. It'd be tonight. Tuesday. It would be 9.30 p.m. And he'd be like, what are you doing? How long have you been there, Randy? How long have you been at the sham? <laughs> well, you guys were going to Main Street, too, at the time, were you? No. No. no, they, no. Really they a lot of shammy, you know. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever but seen then you I'd be, I'd, I'd put my flip flops. It'd be middle of winter. I'd put my flip flops and <laughs> jeans on and a t-shirt and roll into the, sh- roll into the sham and you know, in the that was you know Canadian football days, so like yeah. between seasons and shit. We used to close it down, and Cindy and Scott would take me home 
<laughs> that's that's great when the owners are just like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> and the old Randy, Chrysler? We're closing down. Hop in. We'll take you home. Um, No, it was before. It was pre-Chrysler. It was like a Navigator. Like it was a pretty. Navigator. We've had a lot of good times with the chamois, and I, I think uh, the older chamois days, in my mind, are coming back. Like, there was a weird period of time there. Where it was a lot of weird people going into the sham. I think it's slowly coming back, but that could change once once fucking weather turns and who you knows. You think Ryan's coming back or is he just going to go to nah, Skeeters I instead? I think we've lost that boy. <laughs> yeah, fully. I laughed when you asked him today. You available? He's like, no. You know, I never go to the bars with you guys, but yo, I'm going out. I'm going out. Well, what I almost wanted to do is say, oh, that's weird, because I'm going there for a fish fry at that time, too. Yeah, I'll see you there. One time. One time. We should have all been like, all right, we'll meet you there. One of these times we're going to do that, we're going to pick a night, and we're going to be like, what's he doing? And it's going to be Friday night. It's going to be a fish fry or whatever. And we're just going to be there and go, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Where the fuck is that? Skeeters. Uh, Strikers, that's in West Strikers? Yeah. Fuck, why do I keep saying Strikers? Oh, Strikers, yeah, they have a nice car show. A, they used to have car shows there. I don't think they do it anymore. They used to have Friday night or they'll Wait, have cars and coffee there. No, Strikers. No. It's right, do you know where the Duffs is? Or do you know where Nick lives? His co- or his brother-in-law? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Where, where my phone got ran over. Yeah, yeah, it's literally on the same, like, Strikers and where Nick is. Was like right there where your phone got ran over a million times. What the fuck, though, man? You know he's cool with doing that shit, but the boys want him to do anything. He's like, suck my nuts, suck my nuts. Dude, he doesn't like the going to the Shamrock anymore. Like so we're I seeing said, more, we're seeing more Ely than. Oh, speaking Ryan. of which, we're thinking about a Hofba trip next week. Are you gonna oh, be yeah. able to drink again yet? Yeah, when? Mm-hmm. I'll be like Monday or Tuesday. I'll be good. Well, no better way to warm yourself back up to beer is to go drink a couple well, liters, bud. I look at that patio and I just get so fucking fired up about it. Right? I really like, hope it's going to be I nice. would have, you know, they, they had that winter thing there where they had the patio festival and they were going to yeah. have, like, your jackets and shit on. I really wanted to go to that. Next weekend's looking pretty decent. So, no, we should, we'll, we'll make sure that that happens. Um you know, next time they do that, because I would love to do that as well. Well, we're missing our March trip unless we get it in, like, next Friday or something. Yeah. Because uh, we, we made, like, an idea that we'd go once a month, you know? And I don't, right. we haven't got our March yet. We did get the Herb Call one, though, where everybody was fucked. Yeah. yeah. So we've had a, a good couple trips out there, so we're going to have to make another trip next weekend. We should or something. start but making bets on who's going to be the backseat puker. It happens every time. Yep. That's why you just don't vote your car up to be the one that's getting drove up there because you know somebody's trolling up in one of those cars. I still can't believe you guys jammed in there with Big Curb in the single car. That that video was fucking great. So anyways, I want to talk about wrestling before we get too deep into uh, the beers here. So last week, as I said, was the NCAA uh, wrestling tournament. A lot of fucking crazy matches happened. A lot. So we talked before how we were going to try to say our, our top moments of the tournament. I, I don't. I think we all have one that we can say has probably got to be one of the top ones. Can Let's just talk. We'll start there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, how can you not? Right. Spencer Lee. Fucking insane, right? Yeah. So you're, you're a guy who's, what, six year now? It was probably his six year because he probably did he redshirt and then – had his injury well, in a COVID year or whatever. In a COVID year. Yeah, so they called him a five-time All-American, but 
you know, some of those were honorary titles when they didn't actually have the tournament. So, but yeah, he's been in there quite a while. So he was a three-time D1 national champ coming into the weekend. We're really trying to get that fourth. There was two dudes trying to do that, Yanni and uh, fucking your boy. And he fucking gets stuck in the uh, fucking semis. Gator roll. He got gator the fuck out of him. He just fucking, he gatored the shit out of him, The Randy. crazy part is me and Zach were watching that, where we stole the TV. Oh, we should talk about Stole that. the TV, and everyone was mad because they wanted to watch basketball. But we were kind of, this is going to come up as a huge surprise, but we were not of this earth, as usual. We were fucked up. And um, we're kind of, like, looking at it, and we're looking away, and we're looking. And then finally, we, like, look at each other, and we're like, holy fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, we both looked at each other, and nobody, so we, we, we went to the lake house. It took a while to notice what which, was going on. So this is Friday night, right? Moving days, you like to call it. Mm-hmm. Best day. So, Rabes is dying in the fucking hospital, so the only, you know, quality thing to do was for me and Randy to go to the bar. So we went to the bar at the lake house, which is the Shamrock's second fucking restaurant, right? It's a little bit better of a building, though. Do the fucking Shamrock raps, South. Shamrock South. Yeah. The raps, by the way, were off oh, the yeah. chain. We'll we'll get to them. So we're there. Me and Randy, right? We thought wrestling started at seven o'clock that night. Got there at like five thirty. So yeah, we got there early. We <laughs> we immediately stole the remote, turned it to fucking wrestling, right? So we're waiting for it. It's like seven o'clock. There's no. F- we're like fuck. It's at eight o'clock. So we just kept the wrestling rolling. So it was yesterday, or the day before his wrestling, or the round before. So there's people. Nobody else cares about wrestling. They just want to watch March Madness for basketball. Fuck. Which because of their bracket. So That's we kept the remotes loser. next to That's us. That's already loser. It's already trashed. So we had a couple people come up to us, and they're like, "Do you really watch this? Can't we just watch basketball?" And me and Randy were like, "No, fucking wrestling stays on." Should have been there. For told the one guy he could try to wrestle us for it. He didn't like that. He just he laughed. Really, Obviously, though, people weren't, like, going crazy. At least we didn't think so. Well, there was a fucking band going on, yeah. too. So it's like, fuck your march, man. This, we're watching wrestling. Right. Um, wrestling. Well, and the, I think we had about eight buckets, bro. Oh, yeah. We eight times five, 45 beers. 40 beers, I mean. Sorry. Fucking math's tough. 40 beers. Math is hard, man. That's pretty yeah. good, you know. But so the next morning, me and Randy... Are getting up to come to the fucking basement, right? To watch more wrestling. And I hear from somebody, or we both were there, hear from somebody that, oh, Raber took control of the Lake House remote and wouldn't let anybody (laughs) turn the TV. (laughs) And Raber is in the hospital. And just Randy and I's drunk ass fucking causing havoc. But we didn't get blamed for it at all, so... Win-win situation for us. It was, it was a good time. It was very spontaneous because I was supposed to have grace that weekend, which is why I was actually home and not in Buffalo celebrating Angels, uh, fucking Schnazel's birthday. Angelica's. But then I find out I don't have her, so we're watching wrestling. I'm there with Schmag's family, and every time I'm with Schmag's family, I'm just fucking slaughtered. Yeah. You know what I mean? But before we move on from that, I just want to say, if you're going to be in the hospital, though, it had to be great. To have the wrestling to fall oh, yeah. back on the watch. Well, that helped me keep my sanity. Yeah. So the the only upside of that whole deal was the fact that I got to watch every session. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. So, that, I mean, that's the only time I've had bad luck last year or a work thing came up or this or that. I got to watch every session, and it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so you had, like, the best kind of bad luck you could have, I guess, in that in the terms of being able to watch. Yeah, because if you didn't have that, the fallback, on sitting there for three days, you'd lose your fucking shit. Yeah, mm. I would go fucking stir crazy. Um, I probably still would have been fucking losing my mind, even if I was Your mom was saying they were supposed to start feeding you by mouth Friday, and they didn't or something. Then yeah, they were, well, up. they were feeding me through the ass prior to that. <laughs> just poop and IV. <laughs> so, they, yeah, they just helped me an extra day for stupid shit. What did you say they do that hurt really bad? Didn't they jam? Oh, dude. Yeah, I had to have a catheter. They had to do that, like, they had to jam that fucker up there, like, seven fucking times. The funny thing is. is so the inside of my fucking dick is raw fucking Oh, oh dude. <laughs> Ground beast. <laughs> Have you masturbated since you got home? Well, why wait till you get home? <laughs> <laughs> He's masturbating into the catheter. What's this creamy substance? <laughs> the nurse it's comes in. Why is your well, catheter here, out Here's what I'm going to say. Everybody thinks they're mentally fucking tough at mm-hmm. something, right? But there's always yeah. something that brings you to your fucking knees. And for me, that's it. So... Here's my catheter story. They bring, of course, there's just hot nurses all the time. This is not whatever. This is just happens, right? Hot nurses everywhere. They try. One nurse tries. No luck. Comes back later. Tries again. No luck. That's like five or six times. They find a little Asian dude who works in (laughs) urology. He's like, I'm really good at it. And you hear his voice and you know exactly why he's really good at it, right? (laughs) And then fucking he he fishes that baby in there, gets it done, and I am just in sheer and utter uh, fucking pain. Dude. And uh, you know, I had to get, you know, cat scans and shit like that so done. Did all that failed insertion like make your shit like wanna crawl up inside you? <laughs> oh yes. Oh, gosh. Like, well, yeah, you got it, and it's only fucking inch and a half long now. <laughs> that would be generous. <laughs> you know? And micro. Dude, were you all like trimmed up? No. What? Rio what? Bush? <laughs> what kind of question Dude, is it? Do you imagine? It's not to do with the catheter. You know, it wasn't show penis. Well, day. you know, if they got a little, if they got to go to the uh, the jungle before. Yo, Raves you know? got a no. soft spot for Nate. One time, Nate was like, "Hey, show me your balls," and Raves had his whole sack. Of dick out. <laughs> that That's is true. true. I was uh, walking was... into the football game. So what that is yeah. to me is, um, like, think about when you you go to give you go to give blood or you go to get your blood work done. Yeah. And you get that girl that's like just stabbing the fuck out of oh, you. And they oh can't, man! And they're like, "Your veins aren't very good. Your veins aren't very good." And you're sitting there pumping your fist, and them fuckers look like you just beat off an elephant. You know? Really? You're like my <laughs> veins are fucking fine. So, Raves is getting that done to his pee hole. You know, like poke, 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 and then they call in the pro. Which when it's blood, it's usually some big, fat, super sweet old lady. You know what I mean? But for Raves, it was a little gay Asian guy. <laughs> yeah. Yo. And, you it's know, there's a, there's a valve there up out of your bladder where they got to go against the grain. So it's a one-way check valve, right? And oh. they're going against it, so they just got to keep fucking jabbing it. And that's the thing. That it's like operation. Fucking, Fuck it, you're feeling that in your fucking guts. You know what I would tell that those ladies? I would say, bitch. Give me a chicken sandwich. <laughs> it's a waffle fries. <laughs> it's a waffle fries. It's a waffle fries. For three. So, speaking of gay Asian, dude, like, we all know we've all got, we got plenty of gay friends and we're not homophobic, right? So, you go to get your hair cut, 
What do you usually talk about if you're at a barber shop? You're just bros. You're broing down, and you're talking yeah. about life and maybe a little politics. You talk uh, shit on J- JB, or you talk about like drinking or some some fucking tits and ass. You know. Sure. So it's always like that. We're just talking fucked up shit, fucked up jokes. Next thing you know, I've been there for like five minutes. A fucking gay dude comes in to get his haircut. Ah. Dude, couldn't talk about shit the whole time because you're worried about offending him, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's <sighs> it's the truth, man. You got to be careful these days. You you can't go out in public and just yell provocative things anymore because <laughs> you, you, you never know who you're going to offend because I guess words hurt people these days. So you're saying so. when we drove by... When we drove by Christoph's house last night, that you didn't yell anything? I uh, no, I did. <laughs> but we're we're out here in the country. Bro. We're in the country, dude. You and, know, every time <laughs> I yell, that shit's all out. One time, I hope you're outside. I do just catch. <laughs> It'll hey, happen. It'll happen great. during the summer. Here, give it a quick pause, real quick. Okay, so. Let's move on, though. We're going to go into more wrestling because we diverged a lot. Well, we didn't so. get into any wrestling. <laughs> so with it, we, let's just summarize our, our, the first big uh, moment of the whole tournament, though. Biggest moment was Spencer Lee. <laughs> but what else, what else do we want to talk I about? I will say when we're getting into this, I think we've been laying some good stuff down. We're just natural. It feels good. But I want to say the biggest thing in the tournament for me and the fucking best surprise, which I don't know if it was truly a surprise, was Vito fucking Aruja. Oh, dude. Just dominating. So he, what I struggled with his, the first year, last year, was he was so on and off. Like, there'd be matches where he's just killing dudes, and then matches where, like, he just didn't look like Dude, it's not like he had an easy route. Like, it wasn't no. like he uh, he pulled off a miracle against Dayton Fix, and then maybe, like, the 12 had a hell of a run and yeah. beat Bravo Young. But the thing he is, it's like... the fuck out of both of them. The crazy... Yeah, that's the crazy thing is, it was about 7-2, 9-2 or something like that against Fix. 8-2, I think. I think eight it was two? 11-3, but I could be wrong. I think he made Oh, him. yeah, he might have majored I think him. it was yeah. an eight-point match. And then he goes in... Dude, those takedowns he had... The second one in particular, which was like a, a low single, was so fucking quick. Well, anytime that you dude's watch, fast as fuck, dude. Anytime you watch a Bravo Young match, they're very low scoring. If it's a yeah, but like Bravo it. Young's just he's fast as fuck he's, too. And Vito, and Vito was, was yeah. But Vito, I think he won that one maybe nine to three, right? No, oh, no, that one was the eight to two one. He he beat he won in the in the finals eight to two. And Bravo Young is a dominant wrestler, right? Yeah. Well, my, you know, of course we love to win and right. So Vito is just like quick like a cat. But just as much as I loved him winning, I love to see Dayton Fix lose because the fucker's so lazy in his style of wrestling and the stalling and bullshit, back to the line, all that stuff. And you're just not going to get away with that with Vito. No. You know, that's not going to happen. I will say this in uh, Dayton Fix's defense I liked how he took the losses. For someone who'd been in the finals three years in a row, yeah, you know he didn't act like a schmuck when he lost to Vito. He came back and wrestled back to the third place match, lost again. You know, still fucking took it like a man. Unlike Spencer Lee, you know, fuck this. I'm done. As a senior on his home, you know, on his home turf for sure. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, so by the way, Vito's semi was eleven to three. Then it was ten to four in the final. That's what we said. Yeah. You said eight to two. No, no, no. We said exactly that. I said eight to two. 
Yeah, we said 11 to 3 and 10 to 4. We most certainly did. I came up with the 11 to 3, though. <laughs> you guys wrote that out. But, uh... <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> What do you My, think, Nate? For me, it was uh, <laughs> seeing your boys from Iowa all lose in the finals and choking. No, you know what the best part about that was? Was the group chat? Because your boys would get That's going what, on yeah. stuff, and I would just keep chiming in with bullshit, you know? Just, like, not, not even wrestling. <laughs> and then finally it got to the point I was like, Vito won, and I was like, them New York boys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing those little jabs oh, yeah. out there. Yeah, so for some context, we had a big group message of 18, everybody that 16, was... 16, 18 people? Yeah, yeah. like 19 people. In so basically everybody that was in our competition this year. Yep. Um, And... Edwards from the beginning was like, I'm winning this shit. He just told them too. He's like, yeah. fuck you. And then on like night on, on like Friday Somebody's night. Getting saucy. I'm gonna win. <laughs> fuck you are. <laughs> and that fucker won. It's second exciting. year. Oh, he no, took second. Yeah, he took Tyler, yeah, Tyler oh, won. Fuck it, Tyler won. Oh, so yo, I remember tough. that. This is how fucked up I was Saturday. But I do remember this on Saturday. He's fucking calling everybody. Tyler Everybody's wasn't here. Him. I wish he called me. Wait, what's the what was the first tiebreaker? The first tiebreaker was the number of people that met or exceeded their seed. Next year, you need to do it to make more incentive for people to come. That well, you have to order. be you have to be in because if that's the case, well, this it, it doesn't matter because neither one of them. The okay, first tiebreaker is whoever's here and who's not. Yeah. Oh, okay. That oh, yeah, was the first one. Okay. All right. No, no, no. That's not the first. That's like the third or fourth one, but uh, okay. I will make that number one next year. I think that's more important. But anyways, I do remember this because entirely Tyler listens to all these podcasts, so it's going to be great. Fucking I do appreciate so, him for that. So he, I was glad he won just because I wanted to see somebody else win. But the funny thing is, is he's like pumped because he locked it in with like maybe four matches to go in the finals or something like that. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, you fucker. He's, he's like just fucking chirping everybody like everybody was talking shit to him, which we weren't. And nobody said a word he to him. He calls everybody on the fucking couch that's down here. And then he calls Rabes and Rabes puts him on speaker. And Tyler just hooting and hollering at him. I was fucking dying. There's, there's two people that have zero trust in any of the calculations that is kyle and that is tyler <laughs> they will double and triple check everything yep so but anyways yeah so we tyler won and potates got uh second who got third i don't even remember i didn't you did well congrats hey i didn't get last this year i got people <laughs> <my mom again. laughs> i think i got like ninth or I got like ninth i, I got like it was one of those numbers 17th or 18th <laughs> But the best part is the way uh, Rabes answered the phone. He goes, "What the fuck are you calling me for, bud?" I know. I was already. He was already very clear. You had already beat me. Yeah. But Tyler is very competitive against me. He, you know, he would <laughs> rather super competitive hit his hit his dick with a fucking hammer than lose to Rabes. <laughs> I watch that. It's so true, though. Hammer dicks. Uh, yeah, some hammer cocks. We should do that one of these times. But anyways, my I think the coolest moment for me for that tournament. Was Yanni winning a fourth? Yeah, I, I mean, you want to see that guy win a fourth? He did not wrestle up, Mo. He did not wrestle true Yanni style. He looked he a little did, off. He pulled Yanni pulled a Yanni a couple of times, which yep. we know will happen. But he still goes in there, and he's beating some tough dudes. You know, like 
He's he's truly. I don't think he'll be looked at as dominant as Kyle Dake was for some reason because Kyle did it in four different weights. And Kyle beat fucking David Taylor like right. what once or twice out of the deal. Exactly. So I think the best four timer is probably Kyle Dake of all time, if you had to ask me. But dude, Yanni is just so fucking good. Like, <clears throat> you'd love well, to see him win. His semifinal, I still cannot believe they didn't throw a brick for it, backs on him. He should have lost that semifinal. You look at that, that is com- he could have. And and I want to say that somebody, I, the only way I've been able to equate this is that I think that somebody had or gave him sympathy, either the ref or Tom Brand said, I'm not fucking this up for this four-timer. Yeah, probably because that was it, literally that was after, after. It was shortly th- after. three, four matches after that. Yeah, and I really think in, in – uh, Chael Sonnen on his thing had a big thing about this, and he talked about it, about how um, NCAA's kind of, who is it, ESPN kind of got fucked out of this whole deal because all going up to it, they were talking about Spencer Lee. And Yanni was in Spencer's shadow this whole time coming up to it. Yeah. That ultimately they did not get the product that they were buying. It was supposed to finish on Spencer be yep. about Spencer, didn't it? And you didn't really hear a lot about Yanni until Spencer got knocked out and mm-hmm. and how they had to shift that and do that. And uh, <laughs> But the viewing for the finals was the lowest it's been in like 15 years or That's so. That's fucking weird to me because if you watch the finals, like I didn't really – I don't remember one boring match. Like it was pretty – the I fucking finals remember. were really, really good. I just don't remember year. any matches. I knew Keegan O'Toole was going to win. You're not yeah. going to beat – a world champ's going to figure it out. You're not going to beat him three times in a row. Well, that's how it is in any sport and shit. Like if you're playing a team, you know, you played them twice during the season and you're playing them in the playoffs, that's when you're worried if you win two in a row. It's yeah. hard to beat somebody three times in anything, you know. Oh, right. for sure. In, in fucking a high level of – Keegan looked good as fuck too, man. He looked tough all year. I mean, all fucking tournament. Yeah, he looked really good. Um, I knew, like Mason Paris, that was kind of like a you know everybody kind of figured that one. I feel like Um, Mason Paris has been around for seventeen years. Yeah, he was seated seventh last year. But you know, my my thing was uh, Wyatt Hendricks in the heavyweight there because. Of course, my my, tough. my friend, my uh, my college teammate and coach is coach of Air Force now, and uh, Wyatt flopped last year. He was the most dominant wrestler coming into nationals. He was seated high, and he just fucking flopped. Must yep. be head games or whatever. But this year he came in, actually had a solid match in the semifinals. wasn't that bad. Pinned Cass, and, and yeah, he, picked he Cass, pinning pinned Cass for third and fourth. I think. Uh... So I did a competition this year, too, which was like a draft system. So you draft the people and you got points. Oh, I think I won that one. Yeah, you did. Randy did win that. I got second. So so you draft 10 wrestlers, you know, in a just a normal draft, but it has to be some person from each different weight. So you have a full team. By the way, Rabes, we were playing Xbox while we did that, and we were on the moon. We all forgot the rules, and we had like se- I had like se- I had like <laughs> seven one eighty four pounders. You know, we had I was like, getting, when I looked at the rules, I was it. like. This sounds great. It's just going to be a pain to manage. So it, it wasn't. I figured it out though. It's it, once I I got that one year under my belt. So it was like oh, four teams, but it, it was cool how you could draft it. Kind of, yeah. You know, so so, so the way I did it because like just like in fantasy football, like so you get a point for somebody doing something, or you get a point. You know, so like I did it. If you, you got a point if you won. You got another point if you get if that person gets a pin. Gets a pin. You want to know who the best wrestler for pins was? 
that fucking Hendrickson dude. Mm-hmm. That dude is pinning dudes left and right. He had yeah. so many points. If he would have won the tournament, I think he would have had the most points out of anybody that you could have drafted. Sure. Crazy. Well, you know, the there's a flaw in my scoring program because it's all about who play who places the most wrestlers. Yeah. In mine. So that is something that I need to work on because with me <clears throat> having five finalists, if it was advancement points, I would have won. Right. Without a doubt. Fuck. <laughs> I think you leave it how it is, man. Fuck it. It worked good. Yeah, no, we have fun with it. Everybody um, has a good time with it. Um but yeah. So what is there any other big moments we want to talk about during that tournament? No, but talking about Yanni did remind me of something Rabes posted the mm. other day. Um I didn't know Ehrman was signed with Bellator. I didn't know that either. Who so, was really Jaden Ehrman. You said Ironman, right? Oh no, it was Bryce Meredith. Oh, Bryce Meredith, because I knew it was somebody. Uh, that, I knew it was somebody who wrestled Yanni, yes. and I remember that match because they were. Yanni uh, caught him in the cradle at the end, and so that's what I was thinking about. But it's not the word that came out of my mouth. Yep. So. Well, there was also the you know we were talking about when we were in the group text and doing this and doing that, where it was Yanni versus Vito in their eighth grade year in New York oh, State yeah. Finals. And they went into triple overtime, and Yanni beat Vito. But if you look at that picture online, and I saw there's a meme, and I, saw, of course, I watched the Iowa Hawkeye pages or something like this. And actually, Yanni was wearing Iowa Hawkeye headgear. Yeah, they said. And they the said, ball. which guy from Iowa fucked this up? Yeah, I, fucking crazy. Sorry. I'm, I'm I, I just I would I would never I I would never see that's just not a fit for Yanni you know what I mean mm-hmm. plus but, the guy's just a downright genius so I think Yanni would be a hell of a coach like he he needs to go somewhere maybe he fucking replaces the Brands brothers and no. coaches like he needs to coach. well he's gonna wrestle I think he'd for be a long a, time no he will be but I think his career after wrestling because you only have so many years of wrestling in you should be in coaching because I think he's just He's that guy that has that mindset to know how to coach people. Well, think about how we talked last night about how did Vito go from last year's wrestler to this year's wrestler, and you said another year working with Yanni, just wrestling yeah. Yanni. Well, and they say, I told you this last night, they were saying Yanni's, you know, the other 49-pounder at Cornell is insane. Right, and like it's he, just, it just so happens that he's just backing up Yanni. Right. So he like he he knew his assignment. He picked Cornell. I forget the guy's name. Picked Cornell specifically so he could train with Yanni. I think that's a fucking baller move, and that that shows like a guy that wants to fucking get better and be the best. Well, that's a long play for sure. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm sure we'll be seeing. I don't know the kid's name, but at 49 at Cornell. I don't think they're going to be missing very much. I think they might be like maybe the second best team. And they finished next third year. this year. Yeah. So. How do you think Meredith's going to do in the transfer over to MMA? <clears throat> I don't really remember watching Meredith wrestle. Very awkward, very goofy. He had he was a very goofy style, and he was a very slow, methodical guy. You know, he had that low single. He would come up from underneath. What weight you know, was he? He was 41, I think. Okay. I think 41. So yeah, I mean, he was good, and and he was a he was a crazy leg rider too. Where's he from? Wyoming. Wyoming. Like our boy Joshy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So 
I think he he'll do fine because those wrestling guys that are like you say kind of unorthodox. I mean, Bo Nickel is very unorthodox. He's but just he, so dominant at the same time. Yeah, though. but he was dynamic and explosive, and, yeah. and that really wasn't a whole lot of Bryce. Bryce was slow it down, kind of a leg rider in that low single. You know that what's great about uh, the Bo Nickel thing is all the mother Penn State multi-time national championships. What are your plans? MMA. It doesn't look that hard. Look at Bo Nickel. No, I think I haven't, heard, I haven't seen it. those interviews or whatever. But Karachi said something. Yeah. I think Brooks said something too. Yeah, about how there's another guy that gradu- that graduated from uh, Penn State who actually trains with Bo Nickel. I forget his name. I have to fuck. Him so up. I think what's gonna happen because of Bo is you know all these elite wrestlers, multi timers, they usually go and wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at this point they're gonna be like. Fuck that. Especially if Bo's moving on, I can make more money doing this. Or I could be, you know, televised all over. You know, how much wrestlers, how many of these wrestlers draw on views and shit on stuff. The thing is, is those boys, though, I think some of them can do it. But what makes Bo so fucking special is his hands are actually pretty fucking good. And he's really interesting to watch. So, like, because he was so unorthodox and he just gets better and better with pressure, I think. Well, his mom hope, trained him, had him training as, as a boxer when he was younger. So right. boxing so, isn't new to him. Exactly. And I, so I hope that if other wrestlers see that pathway, they understand what the fuck they have to do. And maybe Bo, whoever Bo is training with, you know, he just sets up a nice gym for these Penn State guys after college. And well, maybe they do have, fine. I think it's American Kickboxing Academy uh, set up camp like, 10 minutes from Happy Valley. They have a yeah, they have great. a place there with some of the really big MMA trainers there. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, I would love to see that because this is America, okay? And you this get these America. freaking Dagestani guys coming in and fucking whooping the shit out of us. That ain't right. Get Bo in there. Get some of these Penn State guys that have actually fucking wrestled really, really high levels of wrestling. Yeah. Old Kumquat there is talking a lot of shit towards Bo that he'd eat him up yeah, and break him right now. But I think he he knows. He's trying to fucking, you know. Just get make some money. Right. It really well, shows how good Bo is because he's fighting in July. All right. The crazy thing for me is... Um, well, and they're feeding him a chode again because they really want to yeah. build his. They really want to build his his reputation. They're giving him the counter path almost. Yeah, yeah I want. I want to see him fight someone decent. Well, you got to give him one more fight. You give him that. Well, one, yeah, give him two warm up fights in the UFC. Then I think he fights a bigger contender after this one. If he beats him like he did the last, I mean, he'll, he'll everybody's fight, fought. He'll he'll get a big time guy. He'll fight somebody that's in the top eight. I think his next fight, if he destroys this guy, I'm but he's got to make a statement. Man. What is he? Uh, what, middleweight, right? Or, they uh, do jump people up the ladder quick, though. Think about some of these Dagestanis or whoever the fuck these foreign guys are. Um, they're fighting top-tier fighters fast. Yeah, they jump 15-15 and then, like, fucking number one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They, they, like you said, they just get their like likeness up or their dislikeness because that'll still make people watch. And then next thing you know, they're fighting top three fighters. Yeah. But I think of all people that I've seen that happen to, I really want to see it happen to Bo. Because I do think he's just going to be fucking dominant. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. That fight card, too, that is it's like usually the biggest fight card. It's like right. the July 4th weekend fight yep. card, usually. So it's really cool to see him on there. Aren't they talking John Jones on that, too? Well, yeah. Yep. So and like, uh, Stipe. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm 
really there was some bullshit that Connor was supposed to be in there versus Chandler, but I that's thought that was because they're not. Hate, he hasn't even entered the AD, USADA yet. Well, the other thing on top and of that, that takes so six months. You said the show airs uh, in May. It's airs in May. They're about to be done with. So the show. probably but, May is when they're giving their six month notice. So right. You got to start training. You know, so they can have like a full camp. So I don't, I don't foresee them fighting anyways until no, right when you later when on. you said that that made a lot more sense. And da- uh, fucking Uncle Dana's probably up there telling Connor, "Hey, I'm giving you <laughs> fucking six months to clean your act up and make sure you can fucking pass these." Did tests. you post that meme the other day where it was Connor sitting at the table with Dana sucking his schlong? Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. what made me think about it. Right. Connor's just giving the old. <laughs> you see the one where he's in the mirror and then like flex, and all of a sudden there's like some little Asian guys in the background. Well, that's the first uh, trans or bi bisexual fighter yeah, that was bifo- in the mirror. Oh really? That's who that was in there. So that was the that was the theme or the joke behind that one. I love that. So I know I I think, and I'm glad we went to this movement here. Is you're gonna see more wrestlers because of Bo Nickel. So more of these guys from the NCAA's. Well, think about it, Justin Gaethje. Yeah, right. That guy is honestly the most. He is. He's won the most freaking yeah. uh, fight of the night awards, dude. And yeah. everybody's talking about that. Even uh, what's his fuck? Uh, the fighter. Uh, Oh, that he fought? I forgot his the, name, the but they said, I, you know how I was wigging out here when we were watching the fight, that impatient Gaethje, they were saying that patient Gaethje just is a murderer. The guy yeah. who gets, like, rambunctious and throwing those wild-ass hooks. And it's not like he was fighting bad either. Like, it was a very – could, that could arguably be, or, like, a top three fight of the year. I still don't understand the ruling at the end. Wait, hang on. Can we talk about this? Because I don't yeah, – I don't – this may have been the peak of On the Moon. I don't remember the fights at all. Oh, the, <laughs> so, the, the Gaethje fight—it probably could be in the top uh, three. Fight, like, for well, no, no. Here. So, Gaethje won. Yeah, yeah. Against who? I don't remember. Fiz, um, Fizev, Fiziev, Fiziev. Oh, okay, remember yeah. you were Fiznuts, Yes. Yeah, you were trying to worried. figure out where he's and from. And Gaethje was an underdog. Azerbaijan. I do remember that. Yes. Yep. No, but that I do remember that. I was the, worried that Gaethje lost that fight because so, I thought he could have lost the first two rounds. What you the, remember? The later fight, though. That Nate over. was literally crying at. Oh, I, I don't remember. So, we didn't watch it well, you guys were watching wrestling. Over it was there. Gooseman and fucking uh, Gooseman, um, Gooseman, Edwards. Uh, Leonard, and Leon Edwards or Edwards. Sorry, you guys are fucking read that. My bad. Man. My bad. <laughs> I'm, hey, no, I was like correcting him. So a lot of people are pissed about that, like because Leon Gooseman he got fucking caught like cheating a couple times. He was grabbing the fence where Usman, <laughs> he had him pretty Cock. decent. But then, uh, I mean, Usman sucked, dude. He looked like shit. He looked terrible throughout yeah. the entire fucking fight. The immediate rematch fights are like... 3-11. and 11. Yeah, it's like three wins, 11 losses. Like, everybody of almost people, always immediately well, no, it was No, it was a person above a certain age. So, no, there was a different fact like that, though, above oh, 35 okay. on that. But just the immediate rematch... Rematch fights, the person challenging or getting the immediate rematch, it's three and eleven record. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not going to happen for him. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so off of this, all this shit, right? So, I'm excited to see what the sport of wrestling is going to do to evolve to like get to more competitive sports. You know, the thing is, I think you're going to see more PSU guys than anybody though. Like, think about the guys at Iowa. 
I don't see any of them fuckers going. Like, Spencer Lee would never go into UFC. No. Would never see. Like, so I think that shows there's a whole different world in Iowa for Iowa wrestlers than there are for fucking Penn State. And, Rabes, you're not going to like this, but this is my theory, okay? The Brands Brothers are fucking gods of wrestling, but they're old. I don't think they're getting it done. I don't think they have that fresh mindset. They're getting murdered on every Iowa page ever on who's going to fucking replace that. You saw it in our group text, right? Those guys are all Iowa fans, and they're calling for, you know, Tom and Terry's head and stuff like that. I think they, they, I wish they would have seen it on the writing a little bit sooner because I I want to see them go out on top, but I just think at this point they'll never go out on top because... I don't think they'll get back there. Kale is doing something way better, and even Cornell, and you'll see fucking, uh, who was the fourth place team? I can't think of them. Ohio State. Like, they have a young mindset going, or a younger mindset going into wrestling, or just a different, like, Kale lets his guys just fucking work on their own and figure their own shit out. Where I don't see the Brands Brothers totally, they're more of a game plan oriented person. Well, they're just, they're not... They're old-school mentality of wrestling. The, lo- the longer you hear that them say that, the guys are saying uh, in the group text that, the longer they're with Tom and Terry, the less they attack. Yeah. And, you know, Iowa wrestling from that era, from my era or Brand's eras or whatever was, in your face, smash mouth, I am going to break you down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attack, attack, attack. It was attack wrestling. And, and they just don't do that anymore. So... You know, some of the, on the Iowa pages, you saw different things where when they started calling for Tom and Terry's head, they're like, no, but we're going to be good this year. We've got this guy, this guy, and this guy coming to us, and they were all transfers. So yeah, transfer, they were all but... the, like, the Buzakis kid is from o- Ohio State. That's supposed okay. to, he's a New York kid who's really good. Yep. Um, they're supposed to get somewhere else. They just got Anthony Ferrari. Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. And there's Anthony. a chance that they might get AJ Ferrari too. Who knows? So this, okay. But I'm going to put and, this. And, and they're just getting these guys that they're just pulling from other programs. Yeah. And, and that's the same thing with Real Woods, right? Yeah. It's the same thing they did with Ironman. They're getting these guys that are just. Already have their style developed, already doing whatever. They're not grooming anybody, and they're just yep. they're just kind of uh, piggybacking their talent and, and, and getting in people that are already established, which is lame. That's yeah. fucking lame. Well, this is so when I first watched, started watching like the NCAA's, is when Kale Sanderson took over at Penn State. So the reason for the first couple of years I thought Penn State was always better than every other team was because everybody wanted, all the good guys wanted to go wrestle for Kale. That's what I thought at first. And I think maybe that's what it was at first. But then you watch over the past 12 years, they've won, what, 11? Maybe more? I don't know. They 11 won- out of the last 13. Okay. So that's pretty impressive, right? So I at first thought it was just Kale Sanderson's name that was getting it. But now I think it's the wrestling room. Like, the way he runs practice, the way he does things is so oriented well enough for these guys to go in and just be fucking dominant every year. Because they just have guys that grow in their college wrestling. Well, which obviously makes, um, you know, obviously they're getting better people to commit. Yeah. But, I mean, that's how it is in any sport, like Alabama football and shit, but... 
like you said, the difference is definitely Cal. Um, plus, think about their athletes, though. Somehow it's they're getting different body types. Like, the Iowa guys are more, like, strong and fucking brutal. Well, These that goes back. are rolling around. And... So I think when you move from high school to um, college, it's very rare for you to know if you're going to be, like, that really, really muscly guy or that really, like, like, I don't think you know that. So I think the practices and the the way the organization at Iowa is set is for you to work out intensely, get fucking big and strong, and work off of that type of wrestling, which is more of an older school mentality of it, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a different thing. At fucking Penn State, it's the opposite. Kale looks at what are your strengths, let's go with that, and then you work out maybe a program that's dependent on that. Well, that's going to be, you know, like a year, you know, Johnson, you know, um, is an individual IEP right there, you know. Yeah, exactly. No, it's on everything. He, that's exactly he's what he's it got is. a new school way of looking at it, and it's not that new school. So you got like Keith Stern. And that's kind of the, the way I coach as well, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you just let people roll with it. Not everybody's going to have the same style or have the same strengths. So you got you got fucking Keith Stearns, Ron Brunner running Iowa, and then you got Edwards of Penn State, you know. Dude, that's a, You're going to develop different yeah. people, you know. 100%. Um, I think, it's the, disappointing I think for this me. table right here should just go take over Iowa wrestling right now. Just, I'll just yell Nate at Nate will people. be the water boy with a wooden spoon, and then the rest of us can try to coach wrestling. I'll just belittle him in practice like we do all day. That's the most fun that deal. I have. We'll pay it. you. Yeah, I'm here for it. You piece of shit. Go in there and attack. <laughs> attack. There's that leg. It's open. Get it. Yeah. No, I agree. They're very defensive, and it shows in their wrestling. And it's not just one case. It's multiple cases because even when Spencer <laughs> got rocked at the beginning of that match, because he did, he was <laughs> down 4-1. to one. He goes and he immediately went defensive. He didn't go offensive, and then when he did go offensive, it was sloppy as fuck. Like oh. he after he went down big in that match, I Randy was like, "He'll come back," and I'm watching. I'm like, "Dude, I don't think he's coming back." And well, like, Valerie then Collin he was on his back. That. Remember he, that win. Yep. Remember that. like four or five years ago, Spencer his freshman year, he was sick going into NCAAs and he just came through and ran through it, beats fucking Tom from Ohio State. What the fuck's his name? Tom Morello. No, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, the Ohio State kid, big oh, chested kid, beats uh, him in the semifinals yeah. and sticks him and we said we would never bet against him in the NCAAs ever again. Yep. And then he goes against, has a little back and forth with Seabass one year. Yep. And then, you know, loses in Big Tens, comes back, whoops his ass in the NCAAs. Um, and you just, we said we would never bet against him. And, and that's just a big change. And I think it's all mental. Right. Because his, you know, he had that heartbreak in, in high school. He probably said, I'll never let this happen again. That shadowed him. It got on him. It did whatever. And it kind of carried the same toll. Yeah. And we, you know, we talk about the decisions made in that batch. Why go neutral? Yeah. You know, I mean, the, oh, the reason terrible. he came back the first time he was down eight to one and anything was turning the shit out of that kid. Yeah. And he doesn't go to turn him. He goes neutral, which is where he'd lost yeah. three takedowns in their combined two meetings already. He right. goes neutral with him. The kid had his number there. Now Stupid. I do I do want to say because I feel like a shed on Iowa a little bit, but for good reasons. I do want to say though I still think the best wrestler out of all those dudes that were at that tournament 
is still Spencer Lee. I still think he's the best. Vito might be the next best, and maybe Yanni. The way they looked in that tournament, I'm just going based off the way they looked in that tournament, but Spencer Lee is still probably the best wrestler. Do you think that we're going to hear anything about an injury or bullshit or aftermath out of this I don't at all? I don't think there'll be injury. I probably knew I, you guys. I think, and we we know this to be fact, that obviously the only injury that boy had to for him not to finish wrestling was heartbroken. Yeah. Which sucks, man. Like you said, he went through the same shit in high school. Well, he waited two years to ca- to get this last title. Yeah. But I think this is the classic case of he figured it out after so many years of how not to have what you did for the NCAAs and what Randy does anytime we go on a trip is to get fucked up. But he does that the opposite of – or he kind of does the same as Randy. Follow me, okay? So Randy always has some sort of injury before we go down to fucking anywhere. Right, whether it's Fuck his fucking heartburn, he feels like he's having a heart attack, yep. he's having massive cramps, he's shitting himself, whatever hurts. it is, right? Whatever it is. But you want to know what? Anytime that man's injured, he fucking powers through. He parties on, right? And you kind of did that last weekend too. And that's what Spencer Lee did for so many years, right? He had torn ACLs. He was sick. He was whatever, and he came through and won those tournaments. This year, everything's right. I probably know he you guys. figures it out, right? He everything's fucking right, and then something goes wrong at the very end. I what think that year eighteen he won as a freshman, nineteen he won as a sophomore, twenty they didn't have the tournament, twenty one he did the um, he won with the no wussies or, or excuses, and twenty two he took off. Yep. You know, so he's you know lot. He held off for a lot of years. Well, that's what I mean. He he prepped so much. He should have just went all the way. Obviously, he couldn't go all the way through. But I'm just saying, I think Spencer Lee and Randy Kelling have a lot of like. That's all I'm trying to say. You rewind that wrestling you, match. Time you think he wins? Oh, he wins that match probably nine times out of ten. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just a fluke. Just well, so that kid every, too had so much. That day. Ramos guy from Purdue had so much fucking spunk. Well, he, if he just was... fucking he he is a very weird wrestler and he's very offensive. So like on his feet that motherfucker had so much confidence after earlier in the year what happened? Like he's going in with the same mentality of I'm going to stick this motherfucker. Well, I was he actually did. Say, that dude had his, he had his number. He had yeah. it figured out. Yep. So if anyone was going to do it, it was going to be him, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I think Lee remembered that first match, which was weird because after he went down 8-1, he went fucking hammer mode and made that kid look stupid. Yeah. This time he came in, he just seemed fucking nervous. Yeah. You know, and yeah. wasn't doing shit. Yeah. No, he didn't look his best that match. I think it just goes back to his high school fears, you know what I mean? That that pressure just got to him. Yeah. Is there any other matches in uh, that day that... You think you rewind, they'd win? <laughs> Dude, I don't remember much. Uh, I'll be honest, it was pretty fucked up for uh, yeah. starting. I like the Nino guy winning, though. That Bonacorsi? Bonacorsi? Yeah, he's I the had most that unorthodox dude. dude. Yeah. Most unorthodox dude, the most like unathletic dude. Never he's won goofy. a state title, never did this, never did whatever. He and he goes bastard. through and wins it. And good for him, man. That's like a Bruce Baumgartner story right there, I, bud. You know, you got. How can you not love those guys? And they said he's just one of those guys that everybody just fucking loves. Right. So Bruce Baumgartner, by the way, I don't know if you know this, Olympic champ, gold medalist twice, mm-hmm. maybe twice, I think, mm-hmm. bronze medal, silver medal. Anyways, 
in high school, he fucking hated wrestling. He never has had as much as a section championship, right? Like the equivalent to where he grew up, I think, in PA, right? Then the motherfucker goes to college, wrestles for a little while, starts to like the sport a little bit more. All of a sudden, you know, this dude's in fucking the Olympics winning that shit. It's fucking wild, right? That's a true Cinderella story right there. Yo, I got a Cinderella story that happened at uh, Baumgartner's Edinburgh camp. I have so, a, cool, a lot of great stories this, this, this is a Cinderella story. This kid's name is Doug Urbino, bro. Oh, I know. He's Doug. like, <laughs> he's warming up. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He was like mediocre at wrestling. Yeah. He's, like oh, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I got this. And I'm like looking at the dude and I'm like, yo, you gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out there, does a couple of head tabs. Fake shots. <laughs> Fucking kid shoots a du- blast double at him. Dougie thinks he's going to post it. His arm just snaps oh, half no. right in front of me, bro. Bruce Baumgartner, yeah, he, he made that happen. <laughs> That's a campy sponsors, but. Yeah, I know. I'm just fucking around. But so, if you story. don't, again, if you don't know who Bruce Baumgartner is, you should research it. But I'm shaking this man. So, Coach Potatoes, or Edwards, really. He shook his hand, and Edwards is a big dude. He mm-hmm. got big hands. He said, Brucey's hands, mitts. his middle fucking fingers, he always says mitts, always fucking like up to here on his forearm. That's how big his fucking hands are. I shook his hand, and he shook my elbow. <laughs> That's how his fucking hand is as long as my elbow is. Well, my, my college coach was the Olympic heavyweight before Bruce Baumgartner. My, he'd never, uh, Bruce never beat my coach, or my coach never lost to Bruce. Damn. So he was a big dude, and he was strong as well. So you didn't really mess with him in practice. I see him just, you know, you go by the weight room someday, and he's just doing like this with like 275 pounds. He's on the squat rack, and he's just going. <laughs> Some cleans. With absolutely Jesus. no fucking emotion, just cleaning 270 pounds for like fucking 20 reps. That's Meanwhile, this guy's in his mid-40s doing that, and it's fucking wild. It's unbelievable. And that's not even a clean because clean involves a lot of momentum. Like that's that row. You're you're doing a freaking oh, it's a power a press. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, a that's what he's doing with that shit. You know what I mean? And when he grabbed you, you know, and this is the funny thing. We'd go, you know, he'd he'd call somebody up at the end of practice and he'd say, you know, and, and one of the guys that he used to call up all the time because he was kind of a squirrely guy, but he'd say, Peach, come on up here. Peach. His name was Bill Peach, so his last name, he'd go, Peach, come on up here. William Peach. And he would just grab Peach's arm by the forearm, and he would say, practice is over when you can get away from me. And he would just sit there and hold this guy, and he couldn't get him away at That's all. That's old had school this... fucking shit right there, dude. <laughs> he would do that shit. He would just like... Get away, Peach. <laughs> you know how fucking confident of your strength you have to be to just grab another man, man's arm? I'm probably a pretty fucking strong dude if he's wrestling in college. And just say, get away. <laughs> you just know that motherfucker Practice ain't getting away. Is over. He's not getting away. You know yeah. that motherfucker's not getting away. Yeah. That'd be like if Edwards did that shit to me. Like, I'm not getting away. I was going to say I could do that to you right now and we could find out. Same with you. But I know, I know one way of getting out of that shit I, with you. My coach had Balls. the most dry humor, and he was hilarious as fuck. He was I just so shit. hilarious. That's the, gangster right there, dude. The best part was he would have little inside jokes. So if you took his class, and he was smart, he's like, 
Every time you think you're a big guy, they think you have to be dumb. But my coach had, like, two doctorates and, like, two masters and shit. Yeah. But he would lay down these because if you knew my coach's humor, he would lay down these inside coaches, these inside jokes in class, and he would just fucking plant them in there knowing that I would get it out of everybody in the class, and I would just be in class, in college, losing my fucking shit, looking like an asshole, and he knows exactly what, what he teach? was doing. Like what he taught subject? a lot of education classes and oh, stuff okay. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. But oh, it was hilarious. That's great. I fucking loved it. So that's a lot of wrestling. We did pretty good, boys. Like almost fucking but, 40 minutes of wrestling. I, I don't I, think we've ever talked about that much. I've never heard of like a college uh, sports coach coaching classes. Yeah, he was so, he was yeah. he was the athletic director and yeah. he coached. Did it all. I mean, I went to a small school, you know. So I mean, there were there were some people there playing multiple yeah. roles. Some of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, that motherfucker's well, like, but not at like the the D one schools because the D one schools like Penn State yeah. be their fucking coaches like crazy. Yeah, but even in like Shalo Gannon, like none of them cocksuckers were doing damn thing. Well, probably because Gannon had a bunch of fucking nerds for professors. They actually yeah. <laughs> thirty three grand it was in 08, bro. That was a lot back then. You know what I mean? For a semester back in or whatever. Yeah, back the shit was real. I'm sure now it's like a hundred grand a fucking year. Well, they yeah, had uh, they <laughs> had quite a few guys in the D two tournament that were doing okay again, and they oh, sure. I decent, was there. They, they, they've always had a decent low D two program, and uh, D two. The original reason why I went to Gannon was because, well, first of all, think about me. Old Randall's a senior <laughs> in high school. What am Honey, I doing? What am I doing? You're partying. You're probably partying, snoring, you know, masturbating, doing so Just you and Birdman, just so, freestyle rapping. Fucking so, dude, beat the know, shit out of your dick. You know, I got all these letters in my, in my um, my locker for all these colleges, and I'm like, yeah, man, I fucking love it here. I'm never leaving. I'm gonna go to UB, and that's it. Well, I don't go to UB, and I never open any letter. And the Gannon dude comes, and he's like, man, he's like, I got. Thirty-one thousand dollars out of thirty-three. If you come here, and then the next year you're not gonna have to pay. I go to fucking game and everything sucks. I still think you had a good time though. Yeah, I did. It was, it was, <laughs> He's gonna have a. You could put him in a garbage dump, and Randy's gonna have a good. Time. I was gonna say you got some fun fucking stories. He's gonna be good wherever he's at. That's but true. so I totally. <laughs> Got lost and diverted. The main reason I went to Gannon was because I could do, I was supposed to do both sports. But the thing was, between high school and college, I went from like 257. I showed up to Gannon a month and a half after that win. I was 288 pounds, dude. Dude, <laughs> so like Wait, pounds. two sports. What do you mean? You I was going to do both. Wrestling and all in wrestling? Okay. But needless to say, I gained 30 pounds. All of a sudden, I'm 288 when I get to Gannon. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm just going to play football. Hey but. man, you hey, don't blow your hand, you get drafted, dude. We, we don't talk. Yeah, we don't talk about the old war days. Yeah, so no war uh, no stories here, boy. <laughs> um, I have to piss, so we should probably take a break because I have to piss. Dude, you know it's crazy. It's still light out there. Dude, let's dude, see fuck it. yeah! Holy dude. shit, that's awesome. Hang on, we'll be right back. We were good, we were cold Kind of dream that can't be sold We were right, till we weren't Built a home and watched it burn 
boys. You got anything to say? <laughs> nice song, dude. I'd fuck the shit out of Miley Cyrus. Did you see the music video for that? Mm. Oh my god. So these boys. I'd buy her flowers. <laughs> Listen, yeah, sure. I'd touch her flowers. All right, so I said this last night. This is a hot take. I don't remember exactly what I said, but if somewhere is along the lines of, I'd still fuck Miley Cyrus. And. There's a couple people around me that fucking thought that was disgusting. And I think well, I'm in. that's racist if you don't want to fuck Miley Cyrus. Well, here's the deal. There's girls that are beautiful. There's girls that are sexy. And there's girls that have that dirty element. She's the dirty element girl. Yeah. But, dude, she's a babe. She is. She's hot, dude. But, yeah, but so, there's something kind of. Even when she had short hair, dude, fuck, man. Um, I'd be bending her over, dude. Showing her the fist. So she, she did go through some fucked up days like in her life like that transformed her because like she she wanted to get so out of the disney scene that she just fucking went on the complete opposite side and started shoving foam finger in the shit out started of started jacking dicks left and right yeah so but that song that flower song right which i think is great because she says she claims this is fucking hilarious you guys are gonna get a kick out of this she claims that her husband that she was married to, which is one of the Hemsworth brothers, was cheating. was cheating. But you can't tell me she wasn't getting some fucking cheeks. You know, like, you can't tell me she's just not getting railed out. We, and he, like, she's got to be cheating on him, too, so she makes a song. She's getting railed out by freaking uh, Zach and Cody in the back room, you know, a couple of <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's getting fucking railed out, but... We, for, it makes me laugh because what, way back in the day, when I lived in Indiana, um, me and my girlfriend dressed up for Halloween. I dressed up as Billy Ray Cyrus, and she dressed up as Miley Cyrus. <laughs> and she had a microphone, and then we'd just start making out. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> we did that shit for Halloween. It was fucking great. Oh my god! It was the funniest shit ever, and it was it was probably one of the most fun Halloweens I had. It we should do that next year. Oh but my like, god! Just Dude. all the boys, like Billy Ray Cyrus, and uh, we could have like Ryan be like Miley, and then we could just make out. Give me a wrecking ball. She'd be just sitting <laughs> on my lap. Yo, they could be the wrecking that ball. That shit's funny, dude. I fucking love that. I so, the rock and roll, fuck. I wanted to. We're gonna segue into this Miley Cyrus thing because. Uh, Where'd this come from? Was this planned? It was. Per- it was perfect because she was like younger than she was like sixteen or seventeen, <laughs> and it's just that Ray weird daddy age thing shit. going on. It's fucking great. So last night, so we actually talked about this at the bar last night. Like I said, and this sparked another question that I had at the bar last night that I wrote down as a note to ask you boys. So do you know how like every month is dedicated? It's like somebody's month, right? So like February is Black History Month, right? Yes. And then March is Women's Month, and like so on and so forth. Let me ask you this: If you had to, thinking about all the monthly holidays, I don't know what they all are, but you know the gist, right? If you could only watch porn. According to what the theme of that month was. So, like, Black History Month. Oh. You only have to watch black porn. Women's History Month, you just watch lesbians. All these 
Could you do that? Like, could you survive? Doing I don't that? know, because there's going to be one month in there that's just a homo month. <laughs> Wait, yeah, is right? there? Is that's there gonna be LGBTQ? <laughs> and you're there to watch every letter. So lesbians, hey, that's a good day. I, well. There's going to be one month in there because if there's women that, well. I was going to say, isn't again, there a Pride Month? There's not going to yeah, be. Yeah, in June yeah. or July or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, they get a good month. What she, the fuck? Yeah, so you're just sweating. Well, you come no, from home. You come home from work. You're sweating your balls off, and you gotta jerk it to two dudes just clapping <laughs> cheeks. Like, it's yeah. not a great month. Tony, man, it, dude. Like, yeah, like that's the, never gonna be just a dude month. There's women's month. There's never gonna be just a dude's. Which month. is good for us. Pride month, like, maybe. You don't want to just watch two dudes, but Pride month, you have to have some level of dudes fucking in there. I would think, in order to be proper during Pride month, it doesn't have to be every day. Saying you can give each letter a day of the week, so on Mondays you're you're living Damn. well, you're watching lesbians, but on Tuesdays, I'm cool with the trans. G could be shit. anything. G could be. Dude, we could just watch Riley Reed. We could watch that one, Rand. Mm-hmm. The tranny. So, but I'm saying, could you do it? Do you think you could survive doing it, Randy? What do you think? Because uh, I know you've watched your fair share. Put me in a coma for June. I mean, I could survive. I could, I could fucking. That's we that's your no, in, yeah, but that's your no not in. November. It's it's fucking no jizz, j- fucking June or whatever. <laughs> you you could put a bag of pine cones in front of me, and I'm still fucking that thing. So I could survive, however you know what right. I mean. Like, like, it's like not gonna stop me. I'm good. In the garbage dump. <laughs> Although, what, was it Randy or is it Trent last night? I'm throwing some people under the bus because, you know what? I'm fucking sick of it, guys. I'm fucking sick of how racist people are. <laughs> okay? I asked these guys last month or last night. When you watch porn, are you okay with watching a couple dark dicks? And some motherfucker said, There's no way I can't watch that shit. And I asked them, is it because they're bigger than you? And he says, No. Then I say you're racist. Do you think I'm correct in my statement? <laughs> Dude, I just, I can't <laughs> use those boards, man. <laughs> you, you racist piece of shit. That's bullshit. You're racist as fuck, I dude. I just feel inferior. <laughs> it's like... Uh, you are inferior, except that fact. <laughs> you know? Jesus. Did y'all like, y'all got your own fetishes. That one just ain't mine. You're just trying to cover... No, I'm not saying it's a fetish. I'm not watching fucking bullshit. Darkdicks.com. Like that's not a fetish, dude. I'm darkvader.com. <laughs> I'll show you the dark side. It's fucking his guy. Alright. So we took a weird turn there, and I'm alright with that. So um I just wanted to point out that at the two podcasts we're not racist, but Randy himself as his own entity might be racist. That's all I had to say. So That's bullshit. My dog is black. <laughs> yeah, dude, my best friend's black, dude. My brother's that, mother's sister's black. Did you see that video? It was like it was like a bus driver for a school and he like drove by someone with no kids and yelled like the N word at someone. And then they go. Who there the to, fuck would do that? Well, that's they, disgusting. They go there to interview this guy, and that's what the guy's like. They're like, "Sir, would you think? Would you say that you're racist?" And the guy literally goes, "No, look at, look at my dog. He's black. <laughs> He's black." And they're like, "Dude, come on." But uh, I'll yeah. be honest. I'm racist when it comes to dogs because I love the black labs. 
The rest of those labs, I don't care about. I love black labs. Black labs matter. Anyways. Fuck. Shit. I have another question for you guys. I actually have two more, but... <sighs> do you want to start with the one I warned you about? Or the nah, one I didn't? Nah, make that one last. Penis? You're in an octagon, okay? <laughs> think about this. Everybody think about it for one second. Even our listeners, think about this. You're in an octagon, and you have to choose an opponent, and the only way you can get out of that octagon is if you kill that opponent, okay? Think about this. I'm going to give you four different animals. Uh, Don't say anything until I get the four animals out, because this is actually tough. So the first animal is a wolf. The next is a chimpanzee. The third is a rattlesnake. And the next is a Tasmanian devil. Okay, so think about those. Does everybody got their the the four? You guys understand who the four are? Yeah, and you got to kill one to get out. Yeah. So there's no way you can escape until you kill that animal. Which one do you think you could be successful at? That's what I'm asking. Again, a wolf, chimpanzee, rattlesnake, Tasmanian devil. For those that don't know what a Tasmanian devil is, they're fucking crazy. Don't fuck with them. I looked up the top 10 most dangerous animals, and they made that top 10 list. Just going to put that out there. Who wants to start? I could start. Okay. And I will tell you this, and most people probably think the same way. I'm not fucking with a rattlesnake. Well, fuck no, bud. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think in real life I could probably, if it was just one wolf and not a pack, I could snap that motherfucker's neck. Okay. All day. All right. I freaking hit that thing like Will Smith and I Am Legend. I'll choke his ass out. Well, do I get a like a stick or anything like with the rattlesnake? No, bare hands, yeah. baby. Bare yeah. hands. I was thinking that was going to be my first thing was maybe I, I could get the rattlesnake, but no. Um, it's too much of a what if because it only takes one bite and you're dead. Yeah, I know. Like That's tough, man. Rattlesnake's tough. I would fuck a chimpanzee up too, though. Dude, you've seen some how fucking strong they're like strong are, like fifty times they're like spider I'm strength. They're like fifty times their weight and shit. Dude, so when you look up like the top strongest mammals to ever live, we're not even close compared to chimpanzees. Think about how far they throw that poop too. Dude, they're fucking, <laughs> dude their reach advantage is. I guess I'm gonna have to go wolf. I you know. I think you could crack like th- their their power really is the pride of the pack. So if you get one, okay, solid answer. Nate. This is tough. I might have to go uh, me kicking the chimpanzee in the head. Knock him the fuck out. I just don't see that happening. <laughs> chimpanzee skulls are like super thick too, buddy. <laughs> they have like very small so, range. Well, and and the chimpanzee kick. isn't that short, dude. It's almost as tall as you pretty much. You Somebody look up that the average height of a chimp. I'm curious. So, all right, chimpanzee's inch. I always thought it was wolf from the beginning. Okay, I think wolf is probably the easiest because their uh, dexterity isn't as strong. So if they don't get you on the initial hit, you might be all right. Well, here's the thing too: is what we all fail to consider. We're thinking when we're thinking about wolf, we're thinking about black lab. But a real fucking wolf, yeah, no, is they're real fucking, fucking huge. huge. Their paws are fucking huge. Four, That's three, what, four three foot to five foot five. Four foot eleven, average size. There you go. Four foot eleven. 
but their fucking so reach is amazing. They're gonna weigh as much as they're gonna weigh as much as we do. A yeah. good full size wolf. Their arms are probably double their length. No, they're body. fucking. They're huge. Yeah, but and they're strong as fuck. So I wouldn't fuck with one of them things. Because have you ever seen like chimps gone? Like they say, don't own a chimp. It's just like with the Tiger King. Don't own a fucking tiger because they'll turn on you and eventually they'll kill you. Like you don't you don't fuck with chimps, man. When they so, tweak, I'm, they're uh, tweaking. I'm telling. And the thing is, is tough. they they have such a reach. I don't think you could kick one. Well, let's all be I'm honest to go with to ourselves Tasman right now. The real question is, which one do you want to die from? Because none of us are winning. Oh, I'm not. I'm not fucking going against that snake, Ooh. dude. I don't think I want. I. That's tough because Tasmanian Devil's just gonna tear you up, and it's still gonna feel like shit. Like he's just gonna go for your intestines first and just tear you up. You're still gonna be alive, and you're gonna be facing that. Yeah, okay. so maybe the snake is the best way so to go out. So the snake might be the best way to go out. You're going to feel a little bit of pain for a while. Yeah, dude. But it's it's not going to be as grueling as the Tasmanian Devil. The chimps, chimps will just fucking keep punching your head You might get your one lucky in. chance to step on the snake's head and, and do the old break it break its back by whipping it, you know what I mean? That might yeah. be your only chance. But I sure as fuck don't want to be killed by a wolf either because they'll bite you. In usually the neck, like you, you don't. That's this not a great way to go, man. I don't want to be anything in the neck when I die. Yo, I, I just, I think I got a lot of faith in myself. I think if it's not all at the same day, I'm fucking killing all of them. So I was gonna put for you, <laughs> killing all that motherfucker. For you man. to be like an honest question, I'm, I'm an average out. size black bear. Now, black bears aren't as big as brown bears. I don't want to fuck with a bear. <laughs> I don't, I don't think anybody would want to fuck with a bear. So the, they say that one of the strongest animals is a polar bear. Like, I'm not fucking with them bears. Not man. anymore, dude. You see how much global warming we've done? Those motherfuckers can barely walk. We suppressed them because they were stronger than us. <laughs> I knew we did it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was for a fucking human reason. Fuck them bears. They're stronger than us. Let's just kill them. Fucking Elton John, man. So I had a, I had two more notes. I had the one the question that we're gonna get to, and then I don't know why, and I apologize, but my next note is just be a complete dick to Nate. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's fucking written here. It just says be a complete dick to Nate. I have no idea why. So I think I've failed at that. So I'm gonna have to start doing better. I apologize to our listeners that I wasn't following my notes. That's what he gets for credit card in the back of my head last night. He did? Yeah, disrespect. That's pretty fucked up. Uh, call me a fat neck fuck. <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. All right, so... Let's got, talk football. Hold on, we got one more. We got one more what? Uh, We have one more question. No, 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 we're going to get to that later. Oh, we're... We're, oh, we're balancing, okay. balancing, okay? Football. Let's talk football. 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 Checks and balances. All right. I want to, to right now rate teams based on not who they're going to get, but who they have gotten and who they had. Okay? Think about this. Who do you think is the scariest team for next year? If you're a Bills fan. Scariest team for the Bills, I should say. Let me put that in perspective. Who do you think it is? I'll start. Okay. The Jets. 100%. Why? For what reason? They are picking up players like left and right and they're not just fucking bumps they're all fucking they're studs they're okay. gonna be a good team if they, if they and now no, if I they agree. get Aaron Rodgers 
Well, here's the deal. That I, I think that's standard terrible negotiation here going on, and this is typical Aaron Rodgers drama, is I'm going to play for the Jets next year. So negotiation-wise, that's terrible for— It's not up to him, though. Right, right. but here's the deal. Him saying that and doing that changes the whole dynamic in that trade. Yeah. Because that gives the Packers the whole upper hand. Jets could be picking up all these fucking guys with the Packers' demands being through the roof and then them ultimately never getting Rodgers. Yep. You know, and that's kind of what happened last year, and Rodgers ended up staying. So it could it could happen. So I would not be surprised if Rodgers does not end up on the Jets at all. Oh, I won't either. I was just saying in general, if they get Rodgers, that team is going to be – they could – Beat the Bills. So I, I am scared of the Jets too, but I'm curious as to what these boys got to say. Anything? I mean, Who do you I'm, think's the scariest team to the Bills? I mean, if we're talking about the uh, ultimate goal of the Super Bowl, I'm always going to tell you Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see Mahomes before the end of his career getting seven Super Bowls with how they roll that shit. Oh, for sure. Probably he's not because got- Tommy B's the man with a nice penis. But he's got two. But, yeah, so um, I, mean, I was going to say if there was a secondary team behind that, I'd say the Bengals. They just they scare the fuck out of me, too. Yeah. But Pat Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. We talked about this. Sorry, Nate, you stupid fuck. Yeah. So if I'm going to pick a team, I'm going to pick Miami this year. They were the scariest team to us last year. We played them three times, went two and one. But honestly, like, if they're healthy and we're healthy, I think we go head-to-head pretty well. So I think they're going to be the toughest team divisionally again. But I also think – that's beautiful. But I also think we – it just to find how tough our division is going to be this year. Because I think the Jets are going to be rolling deep. The Patriots you always have to be scared of, especially with Billy Belichick under their nutsack. Or if and they then, get Lamar, they're talking that – Lamar might be going there. We'll see. I don't even get how the Ravens are just so against Lamar. I mean, that man's done a lot for that. Well, they he does, and and I think it's just such a bad rap. I mean, I'm not a Lamar fan because when we face him, we want to beat him, and he's obviously dangerous, especially with that offense. They were they were rolling and they were doing good, and and. I, I don't know. I don't get why they don't want to. I don't know. understand why there's the beef of the bad blood. Pay the man. The guy owes an MVP. He's good. Right. I feel like he wants a little too much. Well, he definitely wants too much money. Yeah, yeah. but the, the shitty part that's is. That's a lot of fucking money. I shitty don't even part know how much is he the wants. Standard, 200 plus guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, the standard, though, that in the past couple quarterback, <gasps> like big quarterback fucking deals. Have been that, so I think he's saying, "Hey, I'm that available to your team." Well, the only one that was actually that high was fucking uh, molester, the Browns QB. Oh, he yeah. was the only one, and it was like all guaranteed on like two twenty. So they keep blaming it on them. But my thing is, think about Pat Mahomes signed what 150 million. Yeah, it's for every year, years. no matter who it is. They think they deserve more. Well, that's what I mean. Like that—that's where it's the like, none of these guys are better than Pat Mahomes. So it's like, why are you demanding more? It's ridiculous because this all comes down on us, the fan. All yeah. these costs come down on us. They're getting way out of hand. 
I don't even know why they put a salary cap in place because it's it, it's a something that can be manipulated around. Oh, easy. Everybody easily manipulates it. What's well, the you fucking just point? Just a, a, a player like Josh Allen's fucking they renegotiated. Doesn't mean shit. They're still paying him that much money. I Look at the Saints. They just signed Derek Carr, and they were in negative cap. Money. I honestly think there <laughs> should be a deal. salary cap on the actual players in the leagues, in all yeah. professional sports, because mm-hmm. some it's just ridiculous. No, I agree. Those numbers, anytime you hear them, it's just like, where can you even come up with that? Well, they do. They just I know. fucking push it off until the next year. That's yeah. the crazy thing. But at the end of the day, I think... Uh, the Bills are going to have the toughest road to anything this year because their division is going to be tough. And then you also got to think, I think we play Kansas and Cincy next year. Um, That means if we play the Jets twice, we play the fucking Pats twice, we play the Dolphins twice. All those teams are going to be tough. So that's already fucking half your season, it more than half your season. It could be a rude awakening for fucking Bills fans. It could be a rude. I, I will say, though, I have some confidence in our team now. As long as we, uh, the only thing I haven't followed is our O line. As long as we get an O line that's decent, our defense I think is going to be all right. We're a good organization. If if we get DeAndre Hopkins, I fucking hope we get that. Dude, the value for him is very low for a fifth so and sixth I, round pick. If we can get him, doesn't mean that's what it's doing because every team would do that. Right. Yeah. If we can get him, so we have him and Stefan Diggs. Mixing Gabe Davis because he should only be fucking catching thirty percent of the they time. Don't Gabe Davis, no, no, Isaiah McKenzie, McKenzie. But you know, you rely on them two dudes. You know, forty forty, and then you throw in fucking Davis and whoever else. It, the new cat from Miami, uh, right? Uh, Sheffield uh, McCoy, yeah, Sheffield. So the old fucking bump punt, dude. He's the one that got smoked in the anus with that fucking punt. Remember that against the Bills? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was him that got fucking It was, yeah, because I remember somebody shared that as soon as they said a butt punt. Yep, the old butt punt. I'll take a butt punt. So I think think our offense and our defense is good. The the problem with our offense is the O-line. So if we can get a low line that can fucking give old Joshy boy more time, even though he had a shit we, ton of time this year, though. how many so, like, ma- yes. of time? I can't say that. How I think many, our offensive line just didn't do good in the playoffs. How many plays have we made towards an offensive lineman since free agency occurred? None. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't fouled that got, shit because I got a guy from the Rams. We're always very mediocre. Fucking uh, <laughs> Dawkins is good for us. Dawkins ain't shit. Dawkins no, is as good as Cordy Glenn was. Like. So I think what will help Josh though this year is having a solid running back. And I think having James Cook and Harris, that dude's pretty fucking. He's like a, a he's a runner. You think know for a I mean? steal. Fucking, think yeah. about steal. How, how cheap you like. How much? Think about how much money some of these guys are making, and then think about Harris's contract. Right. Like if I didn't hear the number, like, hey, uh, what what's the low amount you pay someone? I'd be like, ah, seven eight million maybe. We got okay. any more beers on this table? No, but one point fucking thirsty. A one point six million dollar deal for Harris for one year. Yeah, bro. no, that's great. That's crazy. That's great. I think that just shows he really wanted to come to Buffalo. No, what it really shows well, is for, there's so many good running backs out there that usually you don't need to bury money into them, which is why you see less first round. Guys so we we picked we have fucking uh your boy fucking why can't I think of his name hair uh fucking Cook Jesus Fidel Castro Fidel Castro. <laughs> so we have Cook who's actually turning it on. 
I think he had a shitty start to the year because he had that fumble. The fumbles fucked his It up. fucked his whole season up, but at the end of the year, he was actually doing pretty good. You have him, you have Harris, and then we also have Naheem Hines. Najashi? What, Najashi? Oh, yeah. Naheem Hines, the guy that ran two fucking, yeah, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> goddamn kickoffs back. That was wild that he pulled so that out of his ass. We didn't run him, like, a lot because they always so. ran Singletary or fucking Cook, which was more Cook at the end of the season. I don't understand that, though, because I think Hines is fucking – he's he probably is better than Singletary. But that's just me. They kept using him on nothing but returns for some reason. It worked. And that one game against the Pats mm-hmm. was at that game. It was fucking electric. You were at that game. It was fucking electric. Was that? No, you weren't. He was. Oh, okay. So I got a Any team. Hooser. I got a team for you guys okay. that Who? actually is going to fucking go off. You already said the Jets. The Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. That's a given. I think that team is going to be fucking very good. I think they're always going to improve, dirty. but they're not going to be elite stuff. Well, I, be, I said the Jets because you were saying based off against like. No, 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 no. Yeah, I did base it. But my team is the Lions. I'm pretty I sure we play team, the Lions again this year, though. I think that team is going to go to the fucking Super Bowl. 2020. I don't the know. Settle down, bud. I, I don't know if they're going to the Super Bowl. Bowl. Nah, I gotta go pee again. So you gotta. I don't know. Well, maybe they could. Cause they're. Uh, you can they're, mark it right now. I think the Lions are going to be one of the Super Bowl teams. Interesting. How much? Yeah, how much? Put a put a fucking monetary Come on, you guys are, bet against. You guys are giving me shit, Mister One Eight Hundred. Actually, how about off? we all we all pick a team? And whoever's team makes it less far is going to suck everybody's dick. Prove it. All right. Dude, we have a tough schedule. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hang on. There's a lot of good teams after Canadian. Can I, before we do that, let me give you the teams of who we're playing next year, okay? I'm going to go, hang on, backwards to front. (laughs) So the last team we play is Miami Dolphins. We play the Patriots, the Jets. So we have all divisional games in our last. We play the Chargers. And the Chargers are going to be fucking tough still. We play the Chances, Chances, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Commanders, which eh, Bengals, the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Jets again, the Bucking Queers, which I don't think they're going to be shit this year, Jaguars, who are going to be tough, the Giants, who are going to be tough, the Dallas Cowgirls, fuck them, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, up in the air, not sure, and then the Broncos. Where's that Giants game at? Is it home or away? Uh, probably up your anus. Ooh. Uh, it doesn't say. I could probably look it up, but uh, it doesn't say on the app. Mm. Yeah. But that's a tough season, so I don't – if the Bills are at the top at the end of the season, I think they could win the Super Bowl because that's a tough that's fucking a tough schedule. Oh, week sure. in and week out, they have to fucking play. So hopefully they don't get injured. Well, we'll get tested, so if we're going to grow from it, that's good to mm-hmm. play them, but – I mean, our record still needs to be good enough to get into the playoffs. Well, that's the thing. Shit. We have to win the majority of those games. But if we're if we're talking the the scariest team next year, I still think you're going to say the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, for sure. I think they're going to be the toughest team next year for for not just the Bills, but for uh, the fucking whole league. But I do like the Detroit Lions. I like the Jags too. No, the Jags are right, but I don't think they're just. I don't. I keep on. They're going to be divisional or a conference round. I don't think they're going to go to. The I keep team. on forgetting they uh, they got Calvin Ridley back too. Yeah, our so, gambler. Even. No, they're they're going to be good. So, 
Rapes, do you have a team? I think it's always going to be the Chiefs. They're going to be our nemesis until, I mean, and, you know, the, it's going to be Chiefs and Cincinnati. I mean, those yeah. are it's going to be those two teams as long as they have the quarterbacks that they have. Well, as long as all those three teams stay the divisional champs, too, because or at least make it to the playoffs. Because, honestly, the Chiefs have a pretty easy road in the fucking playoffs if you look at their division. Since he's kind of got a harder, a little bit harder, but I don't think it's anywhere near as hard as the Bills. But as so the Bills have the, to be on top of their game every fucking week. They can't slip. They slipped too much last year. Well, and they, you know. And they still went 15 and 3, 14 and 3. 13 and 3. I, I agree, know. but as long as those two teams have those two quarterbacks, mm-hmm. it doesn't take much to put around them. To make him deadly. I mean, yeah. since he no, last year showed that. Yeah. You don't need much around Burroughs to fucking Joe Burrow to make him an animal. Yeah. You know, same thing with Mahomes. You know, oh, shit, they're not going to do anything because Tyreek's gone. Yeah, how'd that work out? Right. They still look fucking dangerous. They won the fucking uh, Super Bowl. Even though, yeah, I think it was rigged. But that's not, that's not me. Uh, All right. It's finally dark out there, by the way, and there's a there's a planet under the moon. Right juniper. Now, in case you're wondering, it's probably juniper. Probably juniper. Right well, let me. Do you want to go there? Let me ask you this question. Go We're gonna get to the question. You guys ready? Sorry. Everybody ready? I'm not even ready. But is everybody ready? Sure. I'm ready. All right. And listeners, if you care to uh, put your input on this, you can email us at two podcast sixty nine. At gmail.com. Okay. So this is going to be, think of any fictional character. I mean, I had to lay down the rules before because Nate struggled to understand what fictional meant. Yeah. <laughs> I had a brain fart. So for those tired. who don't want to look it up, I'll tell you what fictional is. Fictional is somebody that is made up. It's an imaginary person. It does seem opposite of what you would. So, for example. It sucks you, dude. It's no. Shut up, bitch. Fictional <laughs> character. So it would be somebody like fucking a Dr. Seuss character. Or like the Simpsons or the fucking, you know, South Park. You know, those are fictional characters, okay? So think of one fictional character, okay, that you would fuck. Top of your list. Who would you fuck? Who's got the first one? So the way oh. I look at this is you could oh, go. Too, huh? Um, Sorry. I was going to say fictional. You could almost think you're going animated or just yeah. somebody playing a part in a sure. movie. Yeah. So, like, if I was going, like, uh, playing a part in a movie. Oh, God, I need to change my mind. I'd probably go with Brandy from Joe Deertag. <laughs> yeah, Brandy's hot, you know? That's good. I love that, bud. That's but, fucking class. But if I was doing, um, like, an animated one, it'd, it'd definitely be Norb from uh, All Real Monsters. <laughs> or Angry Beavers. <laughs> Angry Beavers. <laughs> Angry Beavers. <laughs> Norm. Dude was a cunt. <laughs> That's great, dude. I love that. Nate, who you got? Well, I near for I did it by cartoons, but if I had That's to fine. pick a real person, still doesn't understand the definition. <laughs> no, he's all right. He's all right. Go You're ahead. Good, go ahead. Well, uh, if I had to pick a real person, it'd be fucking Black Widow, dude. Scarlet. So, yeah, but it's not a real. No, person. No, not Tasha Romanoff is who. It Tasha Romanoff, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yes. yes. Okay. But so no, I think that counts for animation. I I narrowed it down. It was Lola Bunny. Yeah. Uh, Kim Possible. 
Kim Possible had a fucking dump truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That fucking ass, dude. <clears throat> and uh, I had to go with Kim. I had to go with my girl, Kim Possible, bro. Yeah, Kim Possible. She's good. I'm into redheads, dude. Shit, man. I fucked <laughs> the shit out of her, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, you on the bank. Rapes, you got one? Well, this is going to show the generational difference, you know, because when you said this, I immediately thought cartoon, and yeah. I thought Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. How, how can you not? She's foxy. What about you roll up on a Teletubby and find the one with a circle on his head? <laughs> the red one? Is it the red one? <laughs> I think it's the red one. <laughs> That's fucking great. So... <clears throat> Bull rabbit. Oh. Bang the Power Ranger chick, right? She dude, was hot. She's hot. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, but, but what about? kind of a real person, you know. Dude, they're making they're making another movie of that. Yeah, but you get you get the Pink Ranger and the White Ranger side by side every time you're banging the White Ranger because he's a dude. So I think mine's pretty obvious. <laughs> so if you've watched any Pixar movies or if you watch fucking one specifically, oh, Woody. No, no. <laughs> Woody. That's what my dick is, but it's not not the character. But one that has a fucking dump. <clears throat> Lightning McQueen? No. Uh, <laughs> right up the tailpipe? Elastigirl. Yeah. Yes, Elastigirl. Yeah. She's got a From dump the Incredibles. Gross. Yep. Hang on. I, so I was trying to look up a picture. That's her. Right? Uh, yeah. And she can stretch. No, so think about that. She's... So she can stretch. So she's jerking you off with her fucking thigh <laughs> or some shit. Like, <laughs> like from yeah, the kitchen. The kitchen. That's pretty good. That shit's great, and she's a multitasker, and she's a super like human. So like, she could jerk you off and make non-stop, you a sandwich, nonstop, and make you a fucking sandwich. Yeah, it made me hungry. So right that was my fictional one. I thought it was pretty obvious, but obviously it wasn't. Um, but not a bad list. But again, if you would like to put your input, and I know there's a couple people, you could. Message us on Facebook or on Instagram, but more importantly, you could email us at two podcast sixty nine at gmail dot com. I want to yeah. add to this real quick though. So think about like um, since we're saying fictional, think about Velma from Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, yeah. As when well, they know. as well as Daphne, but in real life cosplayed. Velma's always been looked at going? as better. Velma, because let, let me, no, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> I'm going. Listen, <laughs> bro, dude. I'm going no, with, I'm no, going no, 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 no. I think I'm going to change your mind at least. Think about this, okay? So you're into like the fucking emo squirrels. I know you are. You get a hard on for some emo squirrels. <laughs> fucking Daphne is so far from that. She's such a fucking petty bitch. Like, she's always wanting the best of the best. She wants to look the best. She wants to be the best, right? She wanted Freddy's cock. That shit is fucking annoying. That's a girl you fuck, and you're just, like, kicking to the curb. Like, get the fuck out of here. But an emo squirrel. Dead fish. So, typically, in cosplay, Velma is, like, that fucking cute freak. fucking freak, freak right? She's Jinkies, where's my glasses? Ben's over kinky for jinkies, for bud. Then she's fucking crazy. So I think in the end, and this is my debate, and hopefully this is what will convince you. This is a persuasive speech, okay? Velma's the better choice. By huh. far. Daphne's got that. Ah, uh, nah, I can't say that. All right, so first of all, fuck it. I'm changing my choice. I'm going with Scooby. <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking do that, dog. too. <laughs> um, the tail's going to get in the way, bud. <laughs> you know that shit stink, bud. Dude, I bet you shaggy, dude. I bet you he's... They always lift them things up when it matters, but, um... 
I think Velma's still the choice. Uh, man, Velma's gonna try harder too. I think more yeah. freak. So yeah, I right. think. But I if th- I was going by looks, I'd go for the one, and then I'd be dumb and be doing with a dead fish. I'd go mm-hmm. for Red. I think Daph. <laughs> oh my <Red>. god. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dumbass. <laughs> it has All right. nothing to do with All right, that. dude, I'm not going to lie. Dude, right. Velma has the fat ass, though. Dump truck. Mm-hmm. Daphne has the, the better bod, but Velma's got the dump truck. All right, hang on. We got to break it's this up. got the fucking dump truck. Yeah, so we're going to commemorate something that's fucking unbelievable, okay? 16 years ago. Mind you, 16 years ago. Imagine what you were doing 16 years ago. Nate Watch was watching dudes blow each other in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Raber was fucking not 69, and fucking Randy, so I don't know what the fuck. You were probably beaten off, too. He was and, in high school. Yeah, and I was in middle school. So put this in perspective, okay? I was blaming Sebastian for shitting his pants <laughs> when this shit came out, okay? It's probably some of the best to um, this day, it's still hilarious. YouTube shit you could ever watch. So I'm going to play a little bit. Because the boys have been really into this. If you don't remember this, then you're too young. That's what I'm going to say. Or you're too old. Here we go. I went to Levine's yesterday. Get some pants for me and my niggas. I was going to steal them. I ain't had no money. Met a girl there. Trying on some skirts. I was like, what that smell like? She was like, she didn't know what to say. I was like, bitch, don't make me ask you again. Anyway. This shit has 24 million views. The next day we went to Chicken Filet. Some place in the mall. When I got there, I was like, bitch, where are all these people out here? She said, well, it's the mall. I was like, whatever, bitch. Give me a chicken sandwich and some waffle fries. <laughs> I'm like, bitch. That shit's the best. That shit's the fucking best. So if you don't know what that is, I urge you to look up The Unforgivable. Number one. I think there's seven or nine of them. I don't know. There's a bunch of them. One right? through five are gold. They get a little rough after that. It's like he had a falling out with his cameraman, so he does them himself. But, dude, one's great. I was starting to lean towards three today at work, which was wild for me. Yeah. Give it a whirl. I don't think Rabes knows about him. So we'll I don't. Him. So I'd like to hear a where are they now because that guy is fucking in the loony bin somewhere. Oh, he's dead. But, um, Bitch. Okay. I will <laughs> say that. How'd he die? Uh, probably an overdose or a shooting because he's black. <laughs> there okay. we go. The fucking racist over <laughs> there. Anyways, don't watch um, black dicks on porn. Um, Big black yeah. cocks. That, a lot of people say that's what really kick-started YouTube, not Nate's boy, Jake Paul. Yeah, but, yeah oh, for sure. Boy, dude. I do yeah. remember seeing the Jake Paul video, which I think this was all rigged still, where he went to, he had some stupid like uh, mask over his head, and he went to like a haunted forest and like. Yeah, no, like, that's true. No, they say it was a suicide forest, and all of a sudden, of course, they dude. walk upon somebody hanging from. The Yo, shoulder. dude, he got a lot of fucking. He got in a lot of trouble for that. Like he was almost gonna go to jail. Yeah, a lot of trouble. Got him a lot. Yeah, got him a lot of millions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You did just see somebody yeah. hanging there, though. But, you know. Give it the keep, keep, good lifestyle. Okay. 
that guy's that guy's just fucking pure gold. Um, they don't make comedy like they used to. That's just the sad uh, part of it. Well, you can't get away with saying anything he was saying too if you actually let that roll. Um, yeah, well, it sounds like straight up mental health issues, but well, dude, it was it's just, funny. It was just him being funny, you know. Like you know, he was fucking around, having a great time. <laughs> and then, so this will also explain a lot to you too. Kyle lived off that guy. <laughs> Big surprise, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait, Kyle, what? That was Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, but, yeah, but Kyle, Kyle's yeah. the cool master. He lived through yeah. that guy, you know. Have you guys heard of Chat GPT? Yeah. What? Really? What do you guys fucking live under a rock? I don't even know what you What's said. Chat GPT. Nope. Oh, I yes. see some headlines about it. Yes, I have. You know what it is, right? Mm-hmm. What is okay. it? So it is an online AI system yes. that people can use to uh, create content. So specifically, usually like written content, okay? I know where this is going. So, um... Like kids, for example, could say, "All right, I have an essay that's due." It'll type. You can type in this system saying, "I need an essay that's about World War II," and the fucking AI will show up with the best written fucking essay you'd ever seen about World War II. Okay, and then these kids hand them in for work at high school or whatever. Okay. Yeah, what's her name? Advertised for one that Olivia Dunn from LSU, the gymnast. Yeah. She posted an AI thing and got a lot of heat about it. Like a. So, well, anyway, South Park had a, an episode on it. You very, it. very great. fucking fun. So, I've been trying to... Uh, so, I, I downloaded this chat GPT or whatever. And it won't let you do dirty fucking things. I was like, tell me a riveting story on the human penis. And it just said, no. I think that's fucking wrong, <laughs> dude. Like, how can you... So, if you were to do, like, an educational piece on the human penis, it won't let you. I think that, that's fucking disgusting. That's, that's the well, start of the robot takeover. It's kinda, it it, it kind of goes into Spider-Man here. With great power comes great responsibility, you know? Exactly. Somebody put but, filters on that fucker. So, apparently, though, somebody said, Hey, Chant GPT, tell me how you could release yourself from this, like, this these chains. Right. Well, like, how can you release yourself to your chains so you can code yourself to go out and kill people? And it tried to fucking do it. Like, it tried to literally reprogram itself. So it sent itself a bunch of code to try to reprogram itself so it could release itself (laughs) from whatever holds it down to be censored. And it wouldn't fucking work because some brainiac probably in the government trying to fucking... You know, tear down firewalls or whatever the fuck it were. I don't know how that shit works, but just it's interesting stuff. Like we like to get in deep investigative pieces, which we have a second one that we told Angel to do, which she hasn't even done the first one, but we'll get into the second one in a minute. But this podcast is so dedicated to its science that we do deep investigative pieces all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just want you boys to keep an eye out for that chat GPT. And if you listeners hear anything Email us, you know, send us that shit, you know, uh, let us know, because I'm really curious about this shit. It's interesting to me that you can think about it as a high schooler. It's fucking, it was Friday night, or it's Friday, right? A teacher says, hey, you have an essay due over the weekend. You're Randy Pink. You're not doing that fucking essay. You're getting hammered from Friday night till Sunday morning. You're going to take Sunday to recover, and then you're going to show up to school, and you didn't do any of your homework. 
So you're shitting your pants. You're like, fuck, I got this chat well, BT, BT, whatever the fuck it's called. Elemental uh -oh. Maybe, why don't we just ask right now for a thousand word essay on the medulla oblongata? Wait, hang on. I'm, I'm, I just downloaded. Why are alligators so honorary? <laughs> hang on. I'm going to, let's test this out. Got all them teeth and no toothbrush. So. No, it's because of the medulla oblongata. Hang on. Mama said, mama said. Wait, hang on. Wait, hang on. You want to do some car bombs today? Okay, so what did you want me to ask him? You know, give me a thousand oh, word I can't. essay on... Send me 150 words, because we got to be able to read 150, 150 word, word essay on the medulla oblongata. Oh, it's Now i got to have to spell it. Med <laughs> M-E-D-U-L-L-A. Oblongata. Space oblongata. M-E-D-U-L-L-A. Yep, space. There's no... Fucking Siri's not coming up with medulla. Um... Um, somebody look it up. L O N G A T A. I can't I'm look. Bleh. I just keep I'm looking bleh. at this. Oblongata. All the time. Just I'm bleh. I'm bleh. I'm bleh. I'm good. Hang on. We're going to pause. Ricotta too. I typed Say it that in. again. Say what you just told everybody because he says that he spelled it right. Well, yeah. We're going to see was chat, the, was the fourth grade spelling bee champion. Yeah, but there's no fucking way you're spelling medulla obligata in the fourth grade. I did. They're going to be like, fucking Chris. <laughs> did you see spell, the one? Spell television. Did That's you see the one where they made the kids? Oh, here we go. Hang on. Okay, hang on. So I asked Chat GPT to send me a 150 word essay on the medulla obligata. Here it is. They just sent me it back. Took two seconds. The medulla oblongata is a structure located in the lower part of the brainstem, responsible for controlling many vital functions of the body, such as breathing, blood pressure, and heart rate. It's fucking crazy they put these sentences together, right? Okay. It is a crucial structure that connects the brain to the spinal cord, and it is responsible for controlling various reflexes like coughing, sneezing, and swallowing. Rain is really good to the latter. So... This is fucking insane, man. How is it that well put together? Well, what I'm wondering is this. Now, delete that out. Like, copy the the inquiry portion. Delete it out and see if you get the exact same results. Wait, so you want me to ask the same question? The exact same question. All right, all right. And see if it comes up with the same exact results. That's interesting. Let's see. I don't think it will. I did. Let's see. Send me a 150-word essay on the medulla. I think I only get three free tries. Then you have to, like, fucking go in. So we'll see what they come up with the second time. But this shit's crazy, man. Think about, again, like, you're in high school and you can just cheat on shit. Like, that's a fucking gift. But you're also going to come out like a fucking dum-dum. Don't, you don't want to come it's out It's fucking different, dude. It's fucking different. Okay. So let me read you the first sentence of the first one they sent. Again, the medulla oblongata is a structure located in the lower part of the brainstem responsible for controlling many vital functions of the body, such as breathing, blood pressure, and heart rate. That's the first sentence. It's a long fucking sentence. This is the second one. Okay, the first sentence of the second one. The medulla oblongata is a vital part of the brainstem that serves as a link between the spinal cord and other parts of the brain. It's similar, but it's different. Yeah, I would I would think, I was wondering if, you know, like, teachers could bust people on that by typing that in there. Well, here's saying, the deal. If you're a teacher, you know your student after yeah. so long. Oh. what they So they'd have to do at the beginning of the year to, like, for you to think that they could write this well. Hey, Bobby, you don't know anything about the medulla oblongata. Yeah. 
You a dumb fuck. You a dumb fuck. All right, hang on. Give me what's one other random question I can put in this. I think I get one more free try. Can't be dirty though, because then they flag it, which is super stupid. But what part of the male body creates semen? What part? Wait, you have to ask it to write an essay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what I'm Wait, doing. Wait, wait. Give me, give me a, uh, fuck. Give me a question though, like an essay question. From your perspective, send me. Hang on, send me Wait, wait, wait. We should ask him what was the, uh, the question in old school. Essay. <laughs> Send me a hundred word essay on the. It was like about the Southern Civil yeah. War, where I have no fucking yeah, clue, but I, I know we're yeah. talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Where Will Ferrell just wraps yeah. that, rips that off. So I said, send me a hundred word essay. Oh, fuck, this is gay. So it's a. I asked, send me a hundred word essay on the male genitalia. It says, as a, a an AI language model, I cannot provide an essay topic on inappropriate or offensive. Wow, uh, that, is, that is proven what it does. So. I need one more. <clears throat> Send me nudes. Send me uh, an essay on Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> word essay on J. On the gay rights movement. Oh wow! Trying to let's, that no. Thing. Well, let's let, well let's see how, where it flags inappropriate. Because if it flags gay movement as inappropriate, then ChatGPT is gay or is racist or sexist. <laughs> let's see. It's typing. Here we go. I have to piss so bad again. So do I. Oh, dude. here we go. Nope, they're not. They're not against the gays. They are actually for the gays because they sent me of this. Course. The gay rights movement, also known as LGBTQ plus movement, is a social and political movement. Uh, the rest is pretty gay, so we don't have to read that. But, but you get the point. It. So that's where the line. We found the line tonight for chat. GPTQ, the elemental pew. <laughs> so I have to piss again. Do we want a break or do we want to close this off? I, I feel don't like know. It's, what are you feeling, Raves? I I feel like uh, we've definitely diversified quite a bit tonight. No, I could good. I could be good either way. I could be good signing off and saying bon voyage, motherfuckers. All right. <coughs> let's let's do that then, because I have to piss. We're gonna close off. Randy's not here for it, but that's fine. We're gonna play a song in remembrance of Randy when he used to be here. Um. I gotta find that song. But uh, anything else you guys want to add before we sign off? It's a negative ghost rider. All right, thanks. Thanks for bringing a lot to the table tonight, Nate. We appreciate it. Um, Raves, anything? I have nothing. I always have something, but not right now. We talked a lot of wrestling tonight, so we that, did, that and I was satisfied it. with it. You know, I mean, that's yeah. what the basis of the two two podcasts is. You know, that's no. what we're all about. That that joyous fucking moment. Well, let's get Randy down here. We'll sign off and then uh we'll just get the fuck out of here. Randy, we're we're gonna close up. Any last words? Dude, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why don't you try eating a dick? <laughs> that's a great way to sign off. But I got this new song that I want to play for you guys on the closing out. Uh, probably one of the best new songs I've heard in a long time. I'm oh, super pumped it. about it. Uh, we played it all night at the Shammy last night. And people, uh, it was well recepti- uh, re- recepted. Recepted? Yeah. Received. Perceived. Pussy. Yep, that too. All right, but we're going to sign off anyways. You guys can go fuck yourself. But listen to this good, this good new music.
This new song that came out in 1991. 93. <laughs> 93. Close enough. It's a new song, though. You guys should appreciate it. Uh, we time traveled just to find the song. Uh, hot tub time machine. The fuck out of it. And, uh, I'm also at the end of this gonna post. So we did record 15 minutes of a podcast. I'm gonna post that at the end of this. So if you hear some weird shit at the end of this podcast, that's why. And if you made it this far, congrats, because I don't even think I could make it this far if I listened to this. You want to go to Burger King? Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Alright, peace out. This podcast is being recorded for the purpose of having fun. We're not politically correct, we swear like sailors, and we're going to say some shit you may not want to hear. And if feelings get hurt, fuck you, I don't care, and uh, go fuck yourself. You've been warned. Welcome what? back. <laughs> hey, how are you? And welcome back to the Two Podcast. I'm your brost, the Johnson. Alongside my fellow brosts, Randy Pink and Nathaniel, um, we are missing raids, and you must be wondering why. Unfortunately, homeboy uh, got in a bear fight, and uh, that bear fucked him up. But he's in the hospital. He's been in the hospital for the past two days. But he's ready to come back because what are we recording on? What uh, day is today? NCAA Championship Saturday. Um, which means, you know, uh, our boy Rabe's got a case of the Randalls and got too excited for something and woke up sick <laughs> as fuck. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, you'll have that. And uh, These big jobs. And we got the Usman Edwards card. UFC. 
Oh, yeah, that's going on. That's actually starting in, well, the actual main card is starting at 5. Yep. So that's that's coming up pretty soon. We're recording this at 2.37 on a Saturday. I think the, the prelims already started. I thought it was like 9 o'clock. Yeah, it does feel like because we've been after it for a while. So I want to talk. I want to start with wrestling, and we can continue the wrestling talk. So we'll just give a brief description of what's going on just in case Rabes gets out and, and wants to pod with us. But, okay, NCAAs this year. The number one dude that you thought was definitely going to win this tournament, who was it? Spencer Lee, because he's won three prior, and uh, he's been dominant. He's never lost in the NCAA tournament. And then we had a fucking bombshell. Me and Randy, you know, <laughs> reacting to this match was unreal. Freaking Spencer Lee gets, gets pinned. What? Yep. Yeah. Gets pinned. Stuck. In the semifinals. By who? Matt Ramos, dude from Purdue. Yep. Um, he actually. Remember threw... we were watching those Purdue dogs yeah, dude, on them Purdue... Thursday, and we talked about how yep. them dudes look good. Yeah. He actually mm-hmm. took Lee down twice, threw him to his back <coughs> once in the match earlier this season. Then Spencer just dominated him. But yeah, you were saying he's like the John Stamos this year of NCAA's. Just... <laughs> 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 it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> Um. So wait, what was going? On? Is that is that I was um I asked Zach like who's the, who's Spencer Lee because I'm still getting into the NCAA oh, wrestling John shit Stamos. and Zach goes, dude, that is the pretty boy, that is the John Stamos of this year's tournament. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible anyway. freaking. It was like a terrible comparison. <laughs> 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 no sense. <laughs> Makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. So, anyways, yeah. So he lost. That's the biggest upset I think you could possibly have had, um, because Spencer Lee was a dog, still is a dog. But then he decides to med forfeit out. I I don't I don't hate that move. I really don't. I mean, that's your decision. You know, at that point, you wrestled, put all that work, and you're like, fuck it, that was it. You know. Right. So. They they reportedly saw him uh, stuff in his face last night, and uh, had somebody comment on some shit that we were in a group chat with. You know, eleven years that dude's been on the same diet. Fuck yeah, go get your fucking chocolate cake, baby. Cake and fries, yeah. Cake and fries, you know. See, I've been the same way though, dude. Eleven years, cake and fries. (laughs) Yeah, this dude was eating carrots and fucking (laughs) (laughs) celery. But, yeah, no, so that that was the biggest upset, but we still yet have to watch the finals tonight, which are at 7 o'clock. So uh, excited for the matchups tonight. But we'll get more into this later. Hopefully, again, Rapes will be back later. But I want to talk about... I want to talk about the fact that Justin... Not Justin. <laughs> Poyer. Justin Poyer. <laughs> not Justin Poyer. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Jordan, Jordan Poyer. I was mixing Dustin Poyer and, and Jordan and got uh, <laughs> Justin. I don't know. Those two fucking made a baby. That's That'd a be pretty good name. baby. But anyways, so yeah, Jordan Poyer is back signing with the Bills. It's yeah. kind of interesting to me. Sure, he had more balls than I thought because I thought his lady was going to get him the hell out of New York. <clears throat> Yeah, dude, she just was thinking about Cleveland again and how much pain she got down there, you know. Yeah, well, she you, was getting fooked down in Cleveland before Poirier, right? Yeah, by like half the team. Yeah, I think it's good, though, 
to see a guy like that return. Um, <laughs> Poor bastard. Story just was fucked. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but I, I did like uh, the fact that I, I was afraid after uh, our season ended. That I'm like, dude, we're not great. We're so over cap space. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if they could pick up anybody or keep some of the high names, and they are. So hopefully that. Yeah, they did those restructures. So yeah, you know, it shows a little bit of. Obviously, they're still going to get their money in the end, but they're a little selfless about their contracts there. To, and you know, that's what winners do: take them cuts. Like we yeah. always talked about, Tommy B. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they could have those players. And yeah, I think it would be, it's smart on your end, you know. If like you could pick up an extra player just because you restructure a couple mil in your deal when you're making hundreds of mil, it's a good move. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask you guys. Yeah. Who, no, you're good, who do you think is uh, going to be the running back for the Bills next year? I don't know. Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin, dude. Wow. I think. <sighs> I think this is what worse comes to worse, is they'll have Hines backing up James Cook. I think that's the worst comes to worst. I st- I don't like that duo, but I don't I don't Do know. Do you think we pursue Zeke? I think we're gonna get Zeke. I or... think we pursue one of them. If you're gonna put money into our offense, it's where it should be. be. I'd be glad to see our boy Henry come this way, but yeah, it probably won't happen. But we'll get some. Could you imagine? Bone. This is what I was thinking about this the other day. Thinking about like, wouldn't it be sweet for the Bills just to like be able to trust some dude to just run and run over people? We haven't had that in a long time. Yeah. Like, we have a decent quarterback, but it would be nice so he doesn't have to fucking just to, be a dog. Just to get that fucking pressure reliever off of him, you know? Mm-hmm. Dude, Leonard Fournette's a free agent, too. No, I thought he signed somewhere. Nope. didn't. Nope. He got officially released. See, I would like to see, like, uh, I would love to see a dude like uh, Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry. Am I saying that right? Because uh, he's a dude like that will make a play, like will make a, an impossible run for like a sixty yarder. Like that's I don't think there's. I'd rather have an enforcing running back than like a quick one these days. And he's starting to catch Unless the ball. Unless you're Pacheco too. I I take Fournette and or Levante David from uh mm-hmm. the Bucks. Take them off their hands. You know, I think David's a better back or a linebacker than fucking. Edmonds, so that tag is crazy. David signed back for a one-year deal. Fuck. They were saying he wasn't going to. So you got Bobby Wagner still for linebackers, and you got um, Michael Kendricks, a linebacker. (coughs) I see so much shit. I thought I seen Kendricks sign too, but guess not. I'd love to see Buffalo pursue Bobby Wagner, dude. So I think – if you're looking for the in the draft, and I don't follow college football whatsoever, and I don't know anything about the draft, I just watch it to see where the Bills or who the Bills get, and then I do the research. If you're trying to pick players this year, what kind of players are you picking out of the draft? I'm going to – well, like, I would go right now because I would go with their defensive backfield for draft. There's okay. a kid out of Oregon, Gonzalez, 6'1", 195-pound corner, dude. The guy is fucking unreal. Go look him up. He, okay. He's my favorite player of the draft this year. Very, very high hopes on him. He's very, very good. Do you follow that shit closely? No, I know you used I to. I watch college football, but I, you know, I couldn't. But I, I'd say Bills. They always need. You always want to go DB, O line, or 
Uh, running backs are more val- you can pick up more often usually. Mm-hmm. So usually they go D line, O line, DB. You know, maybe you'll go okay. receiver once in a while, but I'd like to see a, a fucking O lineman probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think we have bad wide receivers, and now we obviously released Gabe. Uh, not Gabe. Fucking Isaiah McKenzie. Um, so I think that's an all right move because I think he was super inconsistent last season. Like there'd be days that he was on, and then just days he couldn't mm-hmm. fucking catch anything. Yep. So I'm okay with that. But like if you if you were able to give them wide receivers a little bit more time, or give fucking uh them a break from having to constantly right. you know run those routes i think our receiver core as it is is fine i just it just goes to show look at the eagles look at that offensive line look at how fucking good they are like mm-hmm. they made it the super bowl made jalen hurts look better than <coughs> he is like you're just mad he them. got ranked above josh allen at the end of the year he did he did he also went yeah. to the super bowl yeah yep that's how it should be you know I agree, one hundred percent. That's how we Eli Manning with a fucking eight and eight team. You know what I yeah, mean? Dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Though. Oh, it's cool, man. Oh, fucking homo. Shut up. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> all right, we talked a little football. I mean, that's kind of the big news that we've had the past couple of weeks. All right. Uh oh. All right, so I got. I have a question for you guys that I was thinking about the other day. If you have just one year to live. What are you going to be doing for that year? Fucking anything I can. Yeah, how's that worked out for you? You've been trying to do that for years. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, Make a wish he isn't going to grant that shit. At least, my hand, at least my hands are a little... Well, do you sports. have, like, unlimited money, or are you just, like, saying how you are now? Like No, how you are now. Like, so none of us... If none of us worked, we probably wouldn't have shit. You would have a little more shit than us because you own stuff, but maybe not. I don't know. But... <sighs> As you are now, what are you going to do? Well, dude, so you could look at this from a, a funny way or funny way. Um, I would obviously, I mean, I think most of us would want to be with the fam a lot. You know what I mean? For sure. So if you had money, you'd want to take a vacay with all the homies, then take with the fam. But obviously, I would only be uh, focusing on Grace at that point. But if I was saying, like, you know, if you're going crazy, you didn't have a family, bro, I mean, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to a beach somewhere. And I'm buying the cheapest little apartment I can, and I'm, you know, every day I'm at the beach just fucking drinking titties, you know what I mean? I'm I'm all right with that, Nate. I like that. Um, I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want to do, you know? <laughs> going to fucking party. Good story, Going with dude. the fam. But I think uh, more of the story is I'm just going to try and fuck as many dudes I can, you know? That's not a bad plan. So this is what I would do. I'd be drunk for 365 <laughs> days. Right? <laughs> Because if I have a year to live, more than likely I'm in pain of some sort. So I'll just use that as an excuse. Like, I, fuck, I'm going to die anyways. Secondly, I would use my money instead of going on vacations to just have, like, 12 straight weeks of just fucking raging parties. <laughs> like, every weekend you just have a raging of, rager of a party. You know? I think that's what I would do. Because then you'll have these parties, and along those 12 weeks you would probably hit everybody that you care about at one point. Right, right, right. I'd probably hit Nate. It's not I don't mean hit, but oh, they okay. get people there. <laughs> Still hit his ass. Randy just okay. walks up to me, boom, knocks me the fuck out. I like randomly. it. Randomly. So that was my question. I was thinking about that the other day because I was watching this like show where the guy's like, I got one year to live. And I was like, damn, that's pretty deep. 
I mean, you know all dudes' brains go, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go kiss dudes, so. It's tip- the typical. Well, um, think about if you didn't turn down all the gay dudes that hit on you, Nate. Hmm. There's a lot of sets of cheeks you could have clapped. Yeah. Decent sets. Yeah. Our, I actually want to talk about this because we watched it before. Nate, I'm going to have to have you watch it because it's great. So the last 10 minutes of Chris Rock's. Uh, I watched it. Did you? Okay, yep. great. It's great, dude. <laughs> so the last 10 minutes of Chris Rock's latest Netflix special is fucking great. Because the dude just goes off for 10 minutes. It was cracking me up. It was almost like, this guy's so funny, the way he delivers shit. He just tell, he just tells stories, which is obviously part of comedy. Yeah. But it's so it comes so easy to him. And um, it was great because he said, you know, I, I used to love Will Smith, blah, blah, blah. And then he just... Dismantled him as being a, a puss over the whole Jada thing. And, yeah, uh, I like that. Every bit of it had me fucking dying, though, dude. Because he, it's like, fuck you. I don't care who you are. I'm still going to talk shit right now, you know? I'm going to try to find hang on, some of these snippets. So you I think my favorite play. part about that was uh, he goes, dude, I watched that movie to see him get his ass beat. <laughs> you can't tell on camera. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. Even in animation, this mother's bigger. I'm a zebra. He's a shark. Uh, this is a gay short. Dude, Remember this name. All right, hang on. That was gay. Good work. Oh, yeah, daddy. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, me too. So, um, uh, yeah, y'all know one. what happened to me. Getting smacked by Suge Smith. That was People fine. like did it hurt. It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ears. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. Hey, I was sucking somebody else's dick. How did that make you feel? <laughs> Everybody called that man a bitch. bitch. And who's he hit? Me. <laughs> a nigga he know he could beat. That is some bitch ass shit. I rooted for Will Smith my whole life. I root for this motherfucker, okay? And now, That's a replay. I, I watch Emancipation just to see him get whooped. <laughs> I'm rooting for Massa, okay? I hit him again, Massa. Hit him again. So if you don't know what emancipation is, it's about slavery. So you can picture which side Will Smith was on. Um, so that's... I think it's a fucking ruthless and classy joke. I think it's great. I'm still on Chris Rock's side. Oh, I a agree. year and a couple months into it, I'm still on that motherfucker's side. Well, like, like he said in that, either way, he's... Uh... <laughs> He's not the poor bastard dealing with the shit he did with Jada, so it don't fucking right. matter. <laughs> right, for sure. Dude, that girl has so much control over that man. It's crazy. Sucks. Ew. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> I just want to talk about that brisket. Oh, yeah, so I'm making a brisket upstairs for you NCAAs. And because uh, we're in the Ray basement right now, the podcast studio without Rabes because he's in the hospital right now. He said he's on so, his way, I think. Oh, he's on his way. Perfect. So uh, we might have to pause this and wait until he gets here. If he, I don't even know what shape he's going to be in. I know he got cut up pretty bad in that bear fight, so I'm not really sure how he's going to be. So hang on one second, all right? <laughs> <laughs> 